Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely their fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Superlight Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code SUPER24. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu slash visit. Tuesday, November the 3rd, 2020. This is the Giant Bombcast. I'm Brad Shoemaker, joined by Jeff Gersman, Ben Patch, Chan Ochoa. Oh, boy. J- Jason A. Stryker. That's me. You're all here. Uh, it's Selection Day in America. And uh, if you are here at the appointed time on Tuesday, Jason voted already. I voted. You can I peel, voted. You can peel that sticker and wear it proudly now. Um, oh, I sh- wish I found my sticker. I didn't yeah, get a sticker. Really? Yeah, there's no sticker in my envelope. Go back and complain. I got one in my envelope. Yeah, me too. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sorry, Tampering, sticker tampering. That's right. Um, If you're here at the appointed time on Tuesday morning, you will note that we are not doing this show live as we usually would, uh, as is our custom. Um, We just, we wanted to get out of the way of, you know, infinitely infinitely more important events than a video game podcast. Mm Yeah, Today. so maybe the only thing more important. That's true. The giant that's true. Cast. It is tough. Right. It is tough to exceed the cultural value of the giant bomb cast, but they found a way. Um, I- immeasurable. Yes. Except for just that the voting is more important. That's the only way to measure it. That's uh, right. It turns out. So. Yes. Uh, yeah. So hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully, you're. You know, if you're if you're voting today. Yes. Good luck. Not Stay yet. safe out there. Yeah. Yes. If you have not yet vote, please get out there and please, please make it happen. Go exercise. Bring a snack. Exercise your civic water. Duty. Yeah. Bring a podcast. Download a podcast. Yes. I don't know which yeah. one. Yeah. There's, there's a lot. I don't know. Hey, if, you're, uh, if you're not registered to vote, check your state. You might be able to do it the same day. Yeah. Right. A lot of same day yeah. voting out there. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Make your voice heard. Practice your, uh, your exercise, your right to self-determination. Yes, please. Yes. Uh, there is nothing more important this year. <laughs> I think we don't get into it often right. around here, but... Yeah, for sure. It's uh, yeah. uh, in in a way, in a way, unlike any of us here have ever experienced, the rest of our lives pretty much hang on the. I'm so know, stressed uh, out. The events of this day. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, get uh, out there. Ooh. And make, make it happen. Some change happen. Let's make so it happen. Start trying to pull things back in the yes. right direction. Yes. Nothing. Nothing. Go vote and then make take like change. a nice warm bath. Yes. And don't go on Twitter. Yes, it is important like, to note. Nothing. Nothing ends today, but hopefully. Something yeah. start today. Damn. Right. Yeah. Like like Jeff said, hopefully we at least start moving in a better direction as a nation. So one would hope. Yes. Fingers crossed. One would hope. So we, we put this thing up nice and early, or at least I hope we did. That's the plan as of right now. <laughs> I've, I've got the published time set for two AM at the moment. 
Um, so yeah, if you're going to wait in an unfortunately long line at a polling place, just download this thing, slap it on your phone and go. Play it at half speed if the, if the line is really long. Play it at half speed. Talk about the third most important thing in the world. After the election and the giant bombcast? Uh-huh. What is that? Uh, there's like a new box, right? A what? There's some sort of new box. It's a new box. There's technically like four new boxes, right? Yeah, there's lots yeah. of new boxes. Wait, what kind of box are we talking? Some sort of video game box. One looks what? like a walkie-talkie. It's like a GameCube. Oh, that they box. They made like a better GameCube. Right. Can... Oh, dude, that's a... Okay, hey, what's a... up? What are you doing? You wow. gotta say over, Jeff. You gotta say over. 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 I, I want a number four, uh, large-sized with like a... Diet, like a Diet Coke, ketchup Coke only. Coke machine is broke. Coke machine is broken. Okay, can, a di- uh, can I get a Diet Coke? You do Diet, diet Coke, Coke machine? machine it's is, all broken. It's not working. <laughs> get an icy, can I get we a... only have Fresca. Can I get a... Okay, I'll take two Frescas. Fresca machine just broke. One medium iced tea. Oh, they don't clean okay. those. They don't clean those iced tea makers, man. You gotta... No. Can, can oh. I get a curly... Fr- <laughs> can I get a curly... Can I get a curly fries? We can we can kind of like bend the fries a if little bit. If you can bend the fry... Could you call in the... Do you have a fry bender? <laughs> we we do bend your because of uh, new restrictions in COVID nineteen. You have to bend your own fries. I BYO fries. Okay, all right. Can you give me like a, a, a metal rod for r- rolling the fries around? This just can this I- is just a tenacious D skit. <laughs> <laughs> Except with a giant uh, uh, a giant cartoon walkie talkie. You're bombing yeah. that really easily, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, this is a. If you're listening to the audio version of this, uh, Jeff is holding a GameCube. <laughs> Jeff is well. It has a handle. Uh, wait, no. This is the series. The series that's S. A, it's that's very an small. Xbox Series S, which he was it's holding a- up to his head with one hand because it's very tiny. Because we're side talking now. You could you could basically this, side talk that thing. Is, I can, is that like uh, the like a box of cookies? There are ancient cell phones that are not that much smaller than that Xbox. Yeah. yeah, no, there's That's like a, a suitcase, like a like a, a bag phone, like a like a satellite phone. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, just like uh, just like this time last week when we could talk about unboxing the PlayStation 5, we can now talk about unboxing these Xboxes and. And that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. So we opened those Xboxes. The uh, Xbox one or the Xbox Series X is large and angular. The Xbox Series S is tiny and twee. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cheap. Would you say chibi? No, no, because it, it's still, you know, this is still a, re- it's still just this rectangle, right? I mm-hmm. mean, it's still. How's the how's the weight and the density? It's it feels thick, you know, like okay. you know how the um here. Oh, you know how the Xbox One X felt yeah. uh, yes. very Substantial. thick and Substantial. dense, and like yes. this feels like that, okay. but obviously lighter and smaller. Sure. Right. Um, you know, in a lot of ways. So. Yes. It still yes. packs a punch, right? Yeah. So yeah, we, we put up video of unboxing both of those consoles last week, and that's kind mm-hmm. of all there is to say that we can say at the moment. I'm holding the Series X controller in my hand. At, wow. At the moment, it's an awful lot like the previous generation controller. It's got one extra um, and, that's, oh, and, a, and a different D-pad. Got a disc-shaped D-pad on it. That's... Yeah. And the new button is a share button, right? Yes, the new button is a share okay. button. That's yeah. about it all we can say. So stay tuned in the near future for more thoughts on the Xbox series. The Xbox is... family of consoles. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already kind of Xbox confused gang. about which ones you're, you're talking about. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like 
yes, I know what the four different modern Xbox consoles are. I could sit down and tell you what each of them are and how they are different, but I swear to God, every time I have to think about the new Xbox, it takes me five seconds to like remember which name of the one I'm thinking of. And it's our job. And it's it's not a difficult thing to know, but to to like sit there and say that they did not make this more confusing than it needed to be is just it's flabbergasted. How do you feel about iPhone naming? Well, they're just the numbers just went up, right? Well, they skipped no, a few because they have a I pro, think... they have a pro max. It's true, yeah. they have a mini now. There are I the think current bad. It's exactly the same. Yeah. Not uh, saying that that's and, both bad. And they sell millions of those phones. Well, it's I m't mean, like, like, iPhones at least have a number that goes up, though. Yeah, not yeah. Uh, it, but also, the old ones go out of stock in in such a way, or uh, maybe not the iPhones. Actually, in with an iPhone case, it's it's a little bit easier to find an older iPhone than I suspect it will be to find an older Xbox. I mean, that's um, the hope that like the further we get away from, I guess, this current gen, the easier it'll be to distinguish from like the Xbox One. I think stuff. we're st- we're staring down like multiple consoles that are just going to be referred to as Xboxes from here on out, and they yeah. will all have some name on the end of it, but it'll just be, you know, I I, th- I think that this is the launching of them eternally having whether it's half steps or full steps or whatever it is. I I really feel like they are moving in the direction of that iPhone continuity of like it just runs that the games just work yeah. Yeah. until they don't until they you know. And and so as part of that transition, I think that makes this way weirder and crazier than it uh, than it should be, because like I, I tend to agree. I think I agree with you that like the naming, the names are not great. But I think once we get past this window of. You know, cause, well, think about this, the fuck's talking about the Xbox one. No one. Yeah. Well, if you're talking about no, Xboxes, there's, there's always a period at the beginning of a new console launch where you can go back and get the old console for cheaper if you like didn't get it right. Yeah. Like, and, but the Xbox notably, One, the Xbox they, One X has been kind of like out of stock for a while now. But they, so they we're really it. talking about they, yeah, they, they stopped making it. But but notably, they did not stop making the Xbox One S. They are right. still producing that console, and you would assume at some point the price is going to drop on that thing, and yeah. they're going to get Series X games into X Cloud. And then they're going to be like, hey, buy this $99 Xbox One S and subscribe to Game Pass and you can stream exactly. all these games. If yeah. You're going to be like somebody who goes hard. On, like you're like, I don't care about the new games, but Game Pass is like an amazing offer to me and I don't have any Xboxes. It makes total sense that you would want to go back, get the cheap Xbox, yeah. get Game Pass. I would not be shocked if by the time they get to that point, they have also renamed the Xbox One S yes, into they, something that is yes. more like budget oh, edition God. or, you know, like some kind the of Xbox Series P. Yeah. I mean, they, they could they might even relaunch it at that point, you know, same same right. innards and like oh, a smaller, smaller exactly. case or something smaller. Yeah, uh, I wonder if they would end up doing something like that when they get down to yeah. if they decide to get down to some ninety nine dollar price or something, because like, I don't know, the Series S at three hundred. You know, you figure that price eventually drops too. So, yeah. at what point do they just focus on that rather than dicking around with the last generation stuff? It's possible. Um, anyway, anything's I, I, possible. All this stuff is going to seem extra confusing right now uh, yes. while we're in this like cross generation window. But like that'll be over and no one will think about it again. Yeah. The same way people were like, we, that's a terrible name, or, you know, or Dreamcast. What the fuck is a Dreamcast? And it's just like you say it enough times and it's fine. I would I would guess by like let's say March of next year probably it's going to be totally settled. Like 
everybody will understand sure. everything and be smooth sailing from I, there. I anticipate a lot of confused parents and grandparents around Black Friday and the holiday mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. For sure. But then probably by next year. Yeah. But also, I think that's where you get into that situation of like, they are not making the one X anymore. So okay. the options for Xbox on shelves will not be the full line of the current gen and the next gen. You know, it'll be unless they're buying a used one, you know, maybe some cases like that. Also, this holiday season and Black Friday, probably not a lot of people going to the stores. So and also the instinct uh, would be like to but, but still somehow too the, many people going into stores. Yeah. yeah. And the in- instinct would be like, oh, I should go for the more expensive box, if anything. Yeah. yeah. Probably. And, and and that's where if you are going into a retail store, they are not going to sell you the old one. Right. They want to, they want the to send one, you the new center, yeah. big displays for it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, unless they're out of all of them and they just want to make a sale <laughs> of any kind. And then you might, you know, if you get the the bad employee, maybe they'll screw you over. But but just like, you know, I mean, just like imagine typing Xbox into Amazon. And you're just like confronted with a lot of weird, it's not easy at a glance. There is no, to borrow a Dota term that I really like, the Go glance on. value for it is <laughs> kind of miserable. Like you, it's hard to like look at these like the silhouette sucks and know which one yeah. is I, the I, one. I did exactly that. And the first thing to pop up uh, after a sponsored ad is the Xbox One S. Yeah, bestseller, Xbox One S. And yeah, right after that, go. the Xbox One X, which is about to be unavailable. Yeah. <laughs> There's only eight left in stock. Better get Shit, it. Shit, we gotta get them. Scrolling down the page, no sign of any Series X or S anything. So, well, yeah. So, how hard is? I haven't been too plugged in on on the console ordering uh, front. How hard is it to get a hold of one of these things right now? Uh, you can't. I don't know. I, I feel you like can't. I've heard stories here and there about like, oh, it came into stock for an hour here, and like that's oh, just getting even, sucked yeah. up immediately. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, it's yeah. very. I think it's very catch as catch can right now. Just as they appear, they sell out rapidly, and then process repeats. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Stay tuned for the day when we can finally show actual video games running on these things. <laughs> Wait, they're making video <laughs> games for these things? Uh, so, right, I, so I'm told. Video games for so I'm told. Okay, all right. all right. That okay. That might be interesting. We'll have to verify. Okay, to be sure. Huh. <laughs> that is my hope. <laughs> I mean, I can keep playing Geometry Wars. That's Geometry been Wars. pretty rad, but. Pretty All good right, well, on okay. any platform. Hey, except for maybe, lose. except for maybe the Wii and DS, which somebody wrote in this week reminding us that a Geometry Wars was made for those platforms. Yes, Galax- Galaxies, Galaxies or whatever. Yeah, I that's, think that's I, right. Not a fan. I played a little Geometry Wars too since last week. Still pretty good. Hmm. I didn't find nice. my cloud save though, so I had to start unlocking modes again, which I oh no, bummer. Found a little offensive, but all right. What can we talk about right now? I think I kind of want to hear about Teardown because that game gifts real good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of good gift games this yeah. week. In fact, <laughs> so I've, I, I've uh, what's the guy's name? De- Dennis Gustafson, I think, is the developer of that game. I forget, but I, I've been kind of paying attention to his Twitter since before this game had a name when it was basically a tech demo a couple years ago. He was posting yeah. some shots of this just crazy destructible environment voxel looking game. And now it's a game. It's on early access on Steam. It's fucking cool as shit. It's <laughs> really cool. It's so oh, fucking it's badass. So, it's Man, so fucking fun. It is to so satisfying. It is like a, it is a. It, I'm not saying it's game of the year, but mm-hmm. it might be game of this year, huh? 
It's the game that's made me giggle like an idiot the most this year. It is like a great, if you need to unwind this game that just like, it starts out and just says like, here's a fucking sledgehammer. Everything's made of voxels. Go. Um, And (laughs) the first mission of the game is here's a house. It is, it is eight feet too tall. Make that not a problem. Solve that problem. Wow. Um, And I wish honestly that maybe more of the missions were like that because actually as it it does start to ramp up and you'll get more tools. So you'll get uh, a blowtorch that you can use to kind of cut through fences. You get a shotgun that'll just shoot through brick fucking wall. Uh, and Sounds it's awesome. the shotgun is so satisfying because <laughs> you just blow holes in damn near anything. Incredible sound design in this really, game. really great sound. Of, yeah. It's just so visceral. My issue with it is that there's just too much um, um, depth of field that anytime you pick anything mm-hmm. up or like the the background blurs way too much. So I probably need to turn oh, yeah. that off. That's probably an option. But um, I turned off head bob, too, because that was like throwing me off a little oh, bit. Okay. I found. Do you, I have my sensitivity set to like the smallest notch I can and I mm. still feel like it's way too high. I don't know. If I left it as like default a, and didn't have too much trouble, okay. but now that you're I'm saying that, I, maybe I should. More. So the, basically like the, the game is, it's a mission based game. There's like a sandbox mode where you can go in and create stuff and, and, and such. But, um, but the mission based mode, yeah. So it starts out very simple, like, Hey, break down this building. But then that ramps up into like, okay, you need to steal these cars and uh you need there are th- like let's say there i think it's three there's three cars you need to steal each one has an alarm attached to it so as soon as the car is driven or moved as soon as the first car is driven or moved you have 60 seconds to finish the rest of this mission or you lose and so you get in this situation where you're like okay well wait a minute this car is on a car carrier i can drive the car carrier over to where i need to uh, load it off that way that one is very close and very easy to do this car I need to drive so that you have situations where you're like trying to set up okay you're, I need to make the perfect 60 seconds right here and in order to get these five things done the three primary two secondary whatever it is like this is the path I need to take so there's a lot of like uh, you go to an overhead map you'll pull out an overhead map view with a level and um, it'll show you the last path you took through the level it actually will draw the path on the map so you can go like okay this is where i fucked up what i need to be doing is going this way and or what i need to be doing is blasting exactly a big ass yes. hole what if you make your own path building. yeah so that's oh. the thing it's like okay i'm gonna get up here and i'm gonna scope out this entire level there's no other people or whatever in there in your way you're just like okay i need to scope this out set up my run and then execute and there so that's like, OK, blow a hole in this wall. So and then, OK, that's a straight shot to this building. And then I can run on this pipe over here. I need to blow a hole there so that I can get down into here to get this item. And then the tr- the escape vehicle is over here. Uh, and so then you, you basically like you do the run slowly. You do walkthroughs and figure yeah. out your path and then go, OK, let's go hit a quick save and then and then do it. Uh, At least where I've gotten to, the first time you enter a level, there is not usually the time pressure. It's just like kind of scope out the level. This is where like three random objectives are. Get a feel for it. And then the second time you go back in, it's like, okay, now you have. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio, Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, 
Build your dream setup with great deals on select gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at alienware.com deals. That's alienware.com deals. Like Jeff was saying, 60 seconds once you hit the first thing. Yeah, are, are there, be like, there's, there's a computer, but it's, it's a computer that's on a boat, so I can drive the boat over here and then get three of these computers on boats over here all in the same spot. So I just need to get the one that I can't move over here and then haul ass over here, whether that's getting in a vehicle or, or walking or, or whatever. Um, but like, see, so you can, you know, there's a lot of construction vehicles in some of the environments or, or even like fancy cars and shit like that. And you can, so before you get a shotgun and you have no way to break through brick walls, the best way to break through a brick wall is to just drive a goddamn crane through it. Um, and it's all hard. Yeah. Just drive full speed at a building and then bail out and just the yep. car goes right through. Can it's you, crazy. can you pick up objects and place them? Like, could you take a ladder yes. and like drop it over a gap to make a bridge or something like that? Yeah. Yes. Totally. Okay. Yeah. Good. There's, there's or like, like a, sometimes you'll have to like stack boxes up so you can get to a window okay. and then get okay. through so that. It's window. not just break stuff. You can also move things around. And, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. De- and definitely like, cause in some cases breaking stuff will fuck you up. Uh, cause some yeah, things will are, explode and I blew up a, uh, blew up a staircase. Um, in the middle of my walkthrough before the run, I, I blew up my staircase. I was like, well, I need a way to get up here. So I just drove a construction vehicle into the building, through the building, stopped it right there so I could walk up the staircase, jump off the broken part onto the construction vehicle, and then jump back onto the rest of the staircase and make my way up that way. And uh, like that kind of free form, I, I actually, the game gets a little, and, and it's mostly because I just haven't, been smart enough in some cases but like i feel like i wish it was a little more open-ended or or maybe it had uh maybe it was a little bit easier in some cases because it ramped up in such a way that it was like okay i need to spend like half an hour really staring at this scenario and figuring out what the best route through this level really is going to be because sometimes it'll be like oh well i could walk around this path but that takes way too long i need to actually set up a boat here so i can get the first item to start the timer hop in the boat drive over to the next one uh, bail out right here so that I can make the jump onto land and, and get up in here and do it. Like it's, it gets elaborate quickly in a way that made it uh, a little more stressful uh, than, than my favorite parts of that game. Cause my favorite parts of that game are fucking shit up. And uh, obviously it's got a sandbox for that and they're going to, they're going to build that out. It's still early access, but um, did you say there's a level editor? There, yeah, you can get in there and create stuff to some extent. I don't know how detailed it is. I haven't really messed with it too much, but you okay. can kind of get in there and, and place place your voxels, and you can really ruin the frame rate in that game. You nice. break too much shit at once. It'll is the, uh, uh, is the destruction Minecraft rules where, like, let's say you have a two story house. If you tear out the bottom level, does the top half of the house just hang in midair, or does no? It is, falls. There, is there gravity? No, it, gravity it, there's gravity. Oh, that's great. There's like a guard tower. I mean, there's no one in it, but like, if you get a blowtorch, you can start fires. Um, yeah. and you have an extinguisher. Another thing Teardown has is incredible. Well, it has interesting fire. It, yeah, interesting. Huh. Yeah, it's it's weird. I, I I feel like maybe there's still some work to be done on how fire works in that game. But but there's definitely like there was like a guard tower type thing that was all made of wood and had just four poles attaching it to the ground. I was like, well, fuck it. I'm going to set these poles on fire. And then sure enough, as soon as they burn through the whole t- the whole thing comes crashing down and burns. Um, and that's also very satisfying. Um it's really neat it's really 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 neat it's like 20 bucks 
Um, I had a thing. Mm-hmm. I had one moment where, um, so the one of the sub goals was there was a house on a dock, and you had to make the house. The house was too tall. It was just like the first level where it was like get in here, and I'm like, okay, I could just like did what I did with the first house and just start busting down the walls and make it tip over or whatever. But I noticed it was on these like pillars, like you know, holding it up. It's on a dock under yeah. under the water. Yeah, it's on a dock. So I'm like, I'm gonna get under there and just start busting these out from under, and then that way the house will just fall into the ocean. Well, that happened, but then it also started bringing me down with it. So I had to bust a hole through the bottom of the house as I'm in it, as it's falling on me, and then I like sub- unsubmerged <clears throat> into the house. I had to break out through the roof. Like there's just. That game has incredible moments of chaos. Yeah. Can uh, you... It really reminds me of, like, Red Faction. Like, it's the most satisfying hitting yeah. stuff with a hammer game totally. since Red Faction. That's Can pretty you strong endorsement. the game yeah, at yes. all? You okay. have health, uh, but, like, it regenerates really quickly. Like, it, it's more meant to be, like... So, if you find propane tanks, you can throw them, and they will blow up on impact, which is also really satisfying. Um, and if you're too close to one of those, you might die. Um, okay. Or if you're too close to like multiple of them blowing up or so, or something, that can go bad for you. But uh, generally speaking, I feel like the damage I took was never too much and it regenerates really quickly. So it's not necessarily about you living or dying, but in situations where you're like really fucking up, uh, you can die on top of everything else. So, man, I had no offense to Ghost Runner, but I kind of wish I hadn't burned my paltry free time on Ghost Runner <laughs> instead of this game. I wish, wish I had checked this out. <laughs> Likewise. Yeah, it's uh, it's fucking badass. That sounds um, awesome, man. Yeah, I mean, I think it needs some, uh, you know, it's, it's still early access. And, uh, you know, you, you can see like nine or ten different ways where you're like, oh, I wish it kind of did this or wish it kind of did this. And and if you read what they're planning on doing, it seems like they're they're aware of that. But they've got a little story in there, too, where you're kind of reading emails to get your missions. And like the first mission you do to blow up a house is like a guy going like, oh, yeah, I need to do this. And then you go if you walk up to a sign, you can't read the signs in world because it's all blocks but it'll it'll display a little caption and it just says like heritage home under it and turns out you're just like illegally knocking over some fucking uh <laughs> you know monument like house so that this guy can build something you know so there's <laughs> a lot they of start blackmailing you yeah then you get blackmailed <laughs> into doing oh yeah it, it it literally is like oh well the cops catch you doing this and they're like I'll let you off if you go fucking bust up this other thing and steal some shit for a criminal from a criminal for me. And so the, the, you know, I don't know that necessarily that's going to like pay off one way or the other, but like the little emails and the little bits of narrative that are in there are at least like fun. And the best part of the game, every time you complete a mission and go back to your home base, your stupid little alarm clock is waking you up and you just get to smash it with your hammer and yep. it's satisfying <laughs> every time. Yep. I, it happens after every level and every time I'm just so excited to hit that goddamn alarm clock with my Beautiful. Hammer. And it's single player great. only for right yes. now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I want to say, don't quote me on this, but I saw some people saying the developer has said it's like the type of physics and destructibility in this game is kind of not feasible for multiplayer. Yeah, let's just say that, that'd be really Fair hard enough. to sync up across clients uh, if, if I'm guessing, but uh it's uh yeah I don't know it's 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 uh fun it, it is fun to compare notes with other people like uh, <laughs> like how they how they got through a level and and that sort of stuff too so it, it's uh there, it just seems like it's it, it opens up a lot of potential like uh, for different ways to complete things and it'll it'll grade you or not it'll tell you how long it took you to do something and and all that sort of stuff obviously the the final part of these levels usually is on a timer um. I think it has six environments now and, you know, like, so there'll be like multiple missions in each environment. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I really hope that they keep building on it and doing a lot of other crazy shit. I hope, you know, they get to a point where it's got like workshop support for created levels and all that other stuff, because there's just a, yeah. a lot of opportunities there, I think, for making a lot of really wild shit and then busting it all up. Oh, man, it's so exciting that this game turned out good. I've got to check that thing out. Um, Ghost Runner, since I mentioned it. Uh, <laughs> I played a little bit of that. I know Ben played a good chunk of it. I think me three. Oh, you played through. something? Okay, well, man, yeah. everybody's everybody's cyber ninja parkouring it up over here. I I learned that I'm really bad at keyboard controls. I thought I was okay, but this game pushed me to my limits of like, oh no, you're you're garbage. It's tough. It's yeah, pretty... I highly recommend rebinding a lot of the buttons, uh, especially if you have a mouse with buttons on it, mm. like putting your dash and your grappling hook on your mouse. I found to be an incredible way to mitigate a lot of the, yo, that game is hard. <laughs> pretty tough. <laughs> this is fucking hard. Pretty tough. Have any of you tried it with a controller? No. Yeah, no. it's been, yeah, it's been great with a controller, I think. Huh. Um, I haven't tried it with the keyboard controls. I, I imagine that would be pretty. Pretty rough. It's uh, I mean, from people I've me seen, anyway. Ghost Runner is it's a full on like Neuromancer style, like that type of cyberpunk where you're like yeah. a straight up like cyborg ninja type dude with a katana, and it's yep. a first person parkour game, a lot of wall running and grappling, hooking and like dashing, air dashing, right? air dashing into a dude to cut his head off with your katana as you keep running Hell and don't stop. Yeah. It really feels like they were like, let us make a game that's the fucking wall running and grappling hooks of Titanfall in a like mm, wow. combat arena. Like the, I think I mentioned this game and I think Jeff, you, you're like that sound, the pitch of this game is, is insanely strong because it's like Titanfall meets mirrors edge meets hotline Miami. And it's just like, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. All that right, sounds like sure. a fucking yeah. video game. Like I, I feel like uh, there's a little bit of like super hot in there as well. As yeah, far as like, yes. Oh yes. Trying to figure out, you know, the, the puzzle aspect of it is, is that, you know, you've got guns, you've got, you don't have guns, but you've got guns pointed at you the entire time. So you've got to make sure that you dodge the bullets and, and go for the right dudes at the right time. And like, it's literally, literally it's serious. Like, literally, literally. There's two dudes with guns. Yeah. You're, you can't fight them both. Like, you yeah. have to like play yeah. smart. The first set of enemies you get to makes you realize that game's not fucking around because those enemies track you. Like, yeah, like they're they not are, stationary, they're, just they're, shooting one direction. Their they're, aim is, yeah. their aim, if you're not dashing and slowing down time and stuff, their aim is deadly accurate and you die in one hit. So, hmm. yep. How's the respawn? How's the restart on it? It's like, like instantaneous. Okay, it's good. Snap. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah just say that, that's kind of the. <laughs> Yeah, it is commendable in that. I did, I did hit sure. my first, I did hit my first checkpoint last night that was like a little more than I wanted to replay though. When I got like, hmm. like it was a solid like minute back or something, which doesn't sound like much, but in that game, that's like eighteen trick jumps, <laughs> like <Yeah>. having <laughs> to kill three dudes just to get back up to where you were. So like some of the checkpoints are spaced out maybe a little too much, but um. I really like this game. Um, I think the movement is nice. I think the the combat is nice. There's sort of you know you're a melee. You your only attack really is a sword. You have a couple of abilities that you eventually unlock, but it's really you're getting most of your kills by getting in a dude's face and hitting left click to to slash him. But there's a good kind of snap to range. You don't have to like. Sure. It it never really feels like oh I thought I was close enough to hit that guy. Like there's if you, if you're in you're in. Um, which I think is really nice. The the like. The zip line feels good. The, the dash you get kind of stops time. So in midair, you'll be jumping at a guy. You'll see him start to aim and shoot. There's a really good visual uh, cues coming off of the gun of like exactly yeah. when he's going to shoot. You freeze time. You can air dash at that point to the left or right. 
dodge the bullet, land, and then go in for the kill. There's a really good it's, slide too yeah. to kind of it's dodge. A, it's such like a good that. feeling doing that too because that's that's like a little bit of respite during your your crazy parkour shit. All of a sudden, the time slows. You can like think for a second, and then you line everything up and then just let it go. You do that dash fucking kill and it's it's really it really makes you feel like a badass Mm. like it you just when you finally nail a room like especially the game's kind of split up there's like i'd say like three types of of environments within each level there's like the big combat arenas where there's like eight dudes and you got to go take them all out and then there's like you know some parkour jumping puzzle sort of stuff where you're timing and zipping through and and then there's like kind of these like they feel like murder hallways. They feel like this game has a lot of murder hallways where there's like a dude every once in a while that you have to kind of like do. It's like a combination of the parkour puzzle and the combat room where it's less intense, but it's like designed to keep you moving um, at full speed. And they kind of, they balance them out well. It's not just like combat arena after combat arena after combat arena, because I feel like that would be a little bit much in this game because those combat arenas are so challenging. Um, even with that, I think the levels are maybe a little too long for my taste. Like you're looking at 30 to 40 minutes for a level. And with a game where you're dying, like 30, 40 times, sometimes you're like, I need to take a break. And I still have like 20 minutes left of this level. Um, Do you ever, I haven't tested to see if the checkpoints persist between like turning the game off and on again though. Do you ever get the enemies that require more than just like being near them in one click and they're dead? Like, like uh, multiple hits or anything like armor? Um, Anything like that? There are melee. Have you fought any of the melee enemies? Not yet. So there are enemies that will like jump at you and do sort of a ground pound uh, move. That'll kill you if you're anywhere near them. Um, But that's really, aside from dudes with, dude with gun, dude with better gun. That's the only kind of guy I've seen. Um, The, the, the thing that bugs me most about this game is the story. Um, I think the setting is cool, yeah. but it combines two of my least favorite storytelling tropes, which is a, you have amnesia. Mm. So it's like, okay, <laughs> sure. okay, uh, whatever. Yeah. Sure. Fine. And then B, because it's this game where you're always moving, always running. It doesn't want to set you in any one place for too long. It's all this exposition is just people talking in your ear. There's two people. There's basically like, the architect who is the person who like kind of is getting you back on track to go take down the bad guy. And then there's like the leader of the resistance who are like the humans that are left in the city. Um, and it's just like, yep, 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 yep. Like you hear a little bit from the architect, you hear a little bit from the lady, you hear a little bit from the architect. And it's just like, it, it takes away that sort of like, it doesn't make you feel like a character in the universe uh if that makes sense like it's just you are there to be a sponge for exposition that's, and that's just that's, like, that's watchdogs dude like do they really watch do they, dogs is so that oh, i'm sure do they keep giving you like kind of busy work jumping puzzles to do while the exposition is being because like i hit the first point yeah. where the architect mm-hmm. like reveals himself and like to be fair I, I think a lot of the art design in this is pretty good like their oh yeah their their visual take on being inside a computer or cyberspace or whatever you want to call it is like pretty lush and kind of out there which i thought was cool but like Mm-hmm. They do just kind of have you jumping through these busy work parkour things for 15 minutes while the dude is telling you the whole setup for the story. So, yeah. And, and on that visual tip, I think the game does a really, really good job, um, which is like something Mirror's Edge did really well of just like really clearly showing you where you need to go with the use of color. Like they use orange and yellow as kind of like a if you see it go towards it. Sometimes yeah. there's arrows, but they look natural within the world. It looks like, you know, just kind of like like. Like it's very, it has a very construction-y vibe. And so it kind of feels like a construction sign kind of pointing you in the right direction. 
Um, I think it's super important for a game like this where you always want to be moving. You know, you never want to be just sitting there being like, I don't know where to go. <laughs> yeah. Game seems all right. That sounds cool. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think you're going to finish it, Ben? Yeah, I figure at this point, I'm like, I'm about halfway through, I, I think, by looking at the like level select screen. Um, I, I don't care so much as where the story is going, but I think the mechanics are, yeah. are good enough, solid enough to keep me wanting. Yeah. It's 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 fun. Ghost and, running. And they they gamify all the performance in the levels. Like even even your first time through, when you're still in the story mode, like they they tally your score. <clears throat> excuse me, like your your time, your deaths, all that stuff, and do the whole populate your friends list with their stats kind of thing, so you can instantly see that Patrick Klepek is better than you at the game, which will not hmm. stand. Hmm. But that that stuff that stuff's fun. Um, yeah, it seems neat. Uh, Jeff, you're still going with Watch Dogs? It sounds like. I, yeah, um, we we talked about it some on Friday, but uh, just to, you know, <laughs> I like things about Watch Dogs Legion, but also it feels like a, a story with no teeth. Like it's so, uh, you know, it's it's that it's that problem where, you know, it, it, it'll accept it. OK, so it's not always telling you the stories in your earpieces. A lot of it is. But by virtue of that being a game where you can recruit any character, uh, all those characters have basically nothing to say. Yeah. Uh and and so it just becomes a lot of conversations between story characters with you kind of in the middle or like story characters, you know, just on screen talking to you, but your responses are very generic uh, yeah. and and like they they do the bare minimum to move the conversation forward and they do sometimes have actual nouns and verbs from the current storyline <laughs> in it so it's not like just oh really hey yeah. what you know it's not quite that but Some real good clips going around on twitter of scenes like that where they where somebody just happened to pull like a really bad voiceover also i was reminded from that that and they talked about this pre-release that they're they're doing some procedural effects on the uh, player character dialogue they yes. do have to yeah. try to distinguish it from character to character like so like pitch shifting and stuff like that to try to it make it sound like super some, unnatural in right some and, cases. It, and it just like comes the, out it comes out almost sounding like synthesized voice yeah, at times. it does the, the, it, it, it sounds very fake like the the first character i recruited on xbox his voice was unnaturally deep in a way that feels <laughs> like someone just took a slider and slid it down um he's and, just got cyber voice of vocal cords man he just no totally yeah sure why not swapped but, out but, his throat yeah but like it, it just um and and I've also had cases where I have two characters with identical accents talking to each other, but like one is pitched slightly down. So it's like, oh, they're different in a sense, but like really no. Um, and that stuff is. I don't know, like if you're going to lean that hard on a procedurally generated system, those are the things that come with it. And I don't I don't that's not a game breaker or anything like that. It's just, uh, you know, you look at it like a uh, boy. I don't I don't know what they could have done to to do to do better there without having to write a trillion lines of dialogue and get a ton of voice actors. You know, it's just a consideration there that would not be reasonable at, at a certain point. But um, I think the problem for me is more that just like the, the main storyline in that game is not interesting. Um, do you, do any of those like dialogue choices like differ per character? Like say you approach something with that old lady that keeps showing off. Does she have a different no. perspective on anything? No, no. It, it's all of it is any, any lines of dialogue that your player characters say is just yeah. meant to fit into this framework and the lines of dialogue on other, uh, either side seem like they will just be the same. I don't know if um, this changes, but it seems like the player characters don't really have any agency in what's going on. You know, like they're not making decisions. They're just kind of like 
from what I've seen, they're just like ciphers that stand there and take instructions on what to do exactly. in the mission. I mean, when you change when you change characters, it's literally like it, it's the it's the most lively, like real. It's it's the most human thing you see out of any of the player characters is they'll all be doing something when they're activated. You know, it'll fade out and fade up to the new agent that you swapped to. And they'll be like taking and this this one character that she is always just taking a selfie of herself as it pans around and you take control of her. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of I do appreciate that GTA five aspect of it, though, of just like, oh, when you log into the game for the first time or switch to a character, like, let's just see what they're doing at that moment when you take control of them. Yeah, like but I, it, it it's I've, still, it, you know, if you're in a mission zone and you realize, oh, I need my construction guy. When you swap that construction guy is pretty much there already. Sure. It's not sure. like maybe it's hey, just maybe it's just when you continue from title screen. But like I've yes, had a couple yeah. I've had a couple instances where it came on like uh, came, it came in on a pretty ridiculous scene. Like, yeah. Like I um, like I my character was in a graveyard standing mm-hmm. over this dog's grave once. Oh yeah. <laughs> and the and yeah. the posh the posh British AI comes in over the radio and it's just like, I'm sorry to interrupt. I see you're in a cemetery. Yeah. <laughs> I got like, that one too. <laughs> some of some of those are like kind of amusing. Yeah, they are. Uh, it's it's and, and it sounds like it has some nice little character stuff, maybe, but like I feel like with a game that was so heavily marketed as like, you know, they're invoking real life events, they're evoking like this ripped from headlines thing to have it just be complete, like not even like, Oh, I'm mad. It didn't have these politics. It sounds like it's just kind of toothless overall. Toothless. Yeah. Is the, yeah. Well, you know, and there's just like dumb things in there that they, I don't know if they did it for gameplay purposes. So you, you break into, um, or you walk into really, um, you barely break into it. Um, you break into the camp where they're keeping immigrants, uh, mm. for deportation or whatever. Um, and it turns out that they are disappearing people from this place. And there's a whole, you know, uh, uh, human trafficking element to to that part of the game, which sounds like really heavy. But then yeah. you just kind of walk in and nail some guards and do your thing and then leave again because you're looking for, for one specific person. And then on top of that, uh, it's a situation where, like, I, I had a case where, you know, in that specific uh, instance, you find out some really heavy shit about a former dead sec operative or, or maybe not former. Maybe he's alive. Maybe he's dead. Um, uh and you you were kind of hot on the trail of what happened to this guy. You're watching like an AR reconstruction of him trying to escape. And it's like not that the, the game does not is not does not do heavy very well, but this is maybe the closest it has gotten to getting heavy in, in the the main story. I've not finished the main story, but like the the main stories up to this point. Um, and then it, it does like the mission complete thing. And then the lady, as she's walking off, the lady I'm playing as goes like, I really enjoy this dead sex stuff. Do, 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 do. It's like, you're still walking around this immigrant camp where they are, uh, you know, trapping people and, and doing God knows what to them. And she's just like, Oh, I really like hacking all this. To, yay. And it's just like the, like tonal Jeez. clashes that you run into because of that stuff. I mean, you know, it, it, it it's stuff like that. And the, the way the player character doesn't seem to matter. Like there are a lot of ways that this feels like a very old open world game, like, yeah. like GTA three era, lack of player agency and, and lack of character and all that sort of stuff. And that's kind of weird. Um, but it still has its moments. It's still fun to like hop on top of a cargo drone and hack it and fly up to the top. Like, you know, there are objectives you can tackle different ways depending on how you're outfitted and, and, some of that stuff is interesting and some of that stuff is fun uh, just from a pure gameplay perspective. But I just think like the the story stuff has just been uh, really dull. Also, like. If you were OK, 
if you were the bad guys and you were going to capture a bunch of immigrants and maybe cut them up into parts for oh. fun and profit, uh, would you let them keep their phones? No. So one of the things the quick hack button will just do a default action on a character. And by and large, that'll be like it will um, disrupt their AR optic thing that, you know, like you're stunning a person so you can walk up and, and kill them basically or, or, or incapacitate them. DeadSec does not like to kill if they don't have to. Um, and one of those is make their phone ring. And I accidentally <laughs> hit that button while I was pointed at one of the people in these camp and he just pulled out his phone like his phone was ringing. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? What, what, wait a minute. This guy's a prisoner in this camp. Like, what, what's going on? Uh, it's just, it's just a weird. Well, if his phone's ringing, he does have reception. Never mind. Yeah, or maybe it's signal blockers and maybe they doesn't really have reception. But since I'm hacking, I, you, know, you could explain their way out of it. But it was definitely a thing of just like, Ugh, what? Come on. Like it just it felt like they didn't commit to having their game be actually heavy or actually weighty, but they try to play around in this like modern times space of, um, you know, of a, of a military force of a of a PMC type force taking over for the cops in London and oppressing people. But then they turn that into a bunch of meters where if you do three things in a zone and fill the meter it goes from oppressed to defiant, and then you get a bonus operative. Yeah. Yes. But then at also, the same time, also those, those three things, those three, those three things always tend to be walk up to this icon on the map and hold one. And hit a button. Totally. And you you did a you literally wheat pasting something on a yes. wall, <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, think, all right. I think we did that it. is that is the single most dated, like two generations ago open world detail in that entire game, is that a bunch of those, a bunch of those like sway the hearts and minds of these districts actions are literally pull down their propaganda and paste up your propaganda. Yeah. And like, you're like, like, all right, we're like, going to fucking Banksy it up here. And now everyone's pissed. I mean, and, those were, yeah. I mean, those were side activities and just calls one, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, and, and, you know, but at the same time, some of those operatives you get are like, it's a beekeeper that seems to be able to yes. shoot bees to distract enemies, which, excuse, you know, excuse me, a beekeeper plus beekeeper plus. Sorry. Thank yeah. You. So it's the sort of thing where you, you wish that it just leaned into the wacky goofy stuff, yes. the way watchdogs two 100%. was a little bit better at. Yeah. Instead, they try to have this like split the difference of grim, dark real world scenario mashed up with like open world hijinks which yeah, i think yeah. generally speaking fun. yeah yes. generally speaking open world hijinks is always going to skew towards wacky goofball stuff like they don't need to take it full saints row i mean that's not reasonable um and not everything needs to be that and not everything should be no but like I, even but saints I, row 2 sure. yeah Sound, like like a game like that where there is you know it or, had a more serious tone yeah like fun shit watchdogs 2 with its like 80s teen romp set against the backdrop of social media overreach and all that sort of stuff i think like was better at striking that tone i mean in particular because you're in a situation where the player character is always a blank slate that has very little to say yeah, they they really needed to fill in more personality around the edges of the game to make up for that. Yeah, and, yeah, and like to, they didn't. Sabine know was like the handler for DeadSec. I think she's like a really lame character. I just yeah, it, it, there's just a lot of stuff like that that just should have been better for the yeah. for the story they were trying to tell here. I think they're they could have done a better job with with that stuff. Uh, but after so I, you know, last week I talked about it running like shit on PC. Um, the NVIDIA specific driver for Watch Dogs has since come out and they patched it. I don't know which did what, but it actually I'm finding it to be running much more acceptably on on PC. I'm still not <laughs> able to run it on full ultra because it is kind of a CPU hog. Um, but 
uh, it, it runs okay. So this is the, <clears throat> the most enduring legacy of this game is that it's got me staring at those new horizons real hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, anyway. it is, it is definitely PC upgrade time. Yes. Uh, it's getting to be, uh, I do want to see that game on, uh, they put out, Ubisoft put out a, a video of that game running on the series X on Friday. Yeah. Looks pretty good. Really yeah. want to see that in person. Yeah, I'd be, uh, yeah. So I, I played it some on an Xbox One X and found the load times to be abysmal uh, on that version of the game. Really, really rotten. Uh, and the frame rate and all the other stuff, like it just, it did not run great. Uh, so yeah, I, I'd be really curious to see what that looks like on a, well, we will know soon what that yes. runs like on the, both of the modern consoles. So yes. uh, yeah. I, also 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 so originally you know because we're preparing for launch coverage for the upcoming consoles right so they announced this ubisoft connect changeover where they're changing over the uplay stuff to something called ubisoft connect yeah. uh, but also they are committing to um cross progression for a lot of their games where you'll be able to transfer a save from pc to console to other console like like that sort of stuff like basically giving you a I imagine a cloud save slot or something and i thought watchdogs was going to be a part of this yeah, and so totally. i was like great i'll be able to build up my save on pc and then transfer it to both the console versions and we'll be able to take a look at how it runs there from like deep into the game for whatever reason watchdogs legion is not part of that uh even though it launched alongside this stuff and has some of that stuff even mm -hmm. weirder it does have a thing that says upload save to cloud, which is separate from the Uplay PC save infrastructure, which synchronizes across PCs on its own automatically. You can manually upload a save to the cloud and then load it directly, which seems like it would be there so that you could transfer it to a console and load it there. But after inquiring about it in a couple of different places, I was forwarded an article that they ran seemingly to get around the confusion caused by all that stuff because it does not do it. I think that stuff will be the way you transfer a save from PS4 to PS5, if I had to guess. I believe that's what they said about Watch Dogs specifically, yes. But yeah. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which only lags this game by, what, two weeks-ish? Something like that, yeah. Does have all that stuff. That was yeah. on the list of games that will have the full cross-platform progression. It makes to me wonder fair. if this is something... But also, like, the PC still has the controls for uploading to the cloud, which doesn't make any sense if this isn't something they're going to patch in or like, there's no reason to upload to the cloud. Cause it's, it's a different save slot than the one that gets synchronized across all PCs that you're connecting to Uplay play huh. Weird. So Weird. it's, it's like they the hooks are in there to do what they're trying to do for whatever reason. But then they're saying like, no, no, it doesn't No, hoo hoo. Yeah. And so I'm hoping that they'll just patch that in at some point. Cause that is kind of cool. Um, I mean, I, this is largely an us problem, you know, like the average person doesn't care that much about playing sure. a game across multiple versions, but sure. it, it would be nice if that was in there. Yes, for sure. For something they just announced and, yeah. and included yes. the name Watchdogs Legion in there, totally. but then to say like, oh, but actually it isn't full support for Watchdogs Legion just seemed like some weird confusion that they, yes. yeah, I, anyway, a lot of Agreed. confusing stuff around console launches and yeah. patches. Boy, there's a lot to keep up with and figure out there. <sighs> yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Jan. Yes. What have you been up to lately? Um, well, you know, I, I got on a train and took a trip to what? the Crown Tundra, the oh. final expansion for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Mm. Um, and... Uh, it really hurts to say this as like a big fan of Pokemon. 
But man, that game just looks so boring. <laughs> After like dipping into something like Genshin Impact and just seeing like, you know, that's that's a free to play game. Right. And and just seeing like a very vibrant uh, environment and like everything looks great. And then here everything is just very, very bland. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's really neat. Like, hey, cool. All these old Pokemon are now back again. Um, there's a couple new legendaries out and available to go and catch and do uh, raids with with other folks. But like, if it's, it's if this alone was thirty bucks and the last expansion expansion was also thirty bucks, it, it'd be a really hard pill to swallow just to be able to to catch like a handful of new Pokemon. Well, old Pokemon, you know. Mm. Um, I'm still fairly early into it. Um, the They've they've updated the rules for the new um, competitive season, so now you can use all the legendary Pokemon. Which you know, depending on who you're talking to, uh, players really like or players absolutely hate. Because season six was really interesting because they got rid of pretty much every top tier Pokemon. Um, so imagine like the top like fifty percent of Pokemon that were being played competitively. Now you couldn't use them at all, so that really opened up <laughs> oh, wow. like mechanics to like use underused Pokemon like uh, re- really neatly. But now, because all those Pokemon are led back in on top of all the legendary Pokemon, it's I can erase everything. Man, it's crazy. Do they, do they rebalance like? Do they rebalance those Pokemon that they pulled out before? Or do they go like, yeah, these Pokemon are actually truly overpowered and that's why they're yanking them? Or is it just like, ah, we're going to freshen up the meta for the sake of that? Like, it, do they It's more change so anything? freshening up the okay. meta. Like, nothing really gets balanced. Like, like moves will still stay, stay the same. Hmm. Um, but more so, it's like, the, the balance they add is just adding more Pokemon. Um, and, you know, with, with the meta, like, people will find ways to exploit stuff. Like, hmm. there are certain moves that have like a very very low possibility of hitting but there has been like a couple exploits that like hey like if you do this with these two pokemon a move that's only supposed to hit 50 percent of the time will now hit a hundred percent of the time Mm -hmm. um and it's it's weird exploits like that they'll try and patch out but big stuff like how a pokemon performs or its usage it just stays in and you just kind of have to deal with it Mm -hmm. um but like environment wise it's just it's just kind of sad to just run around um the wild area because it's built it's it's kind of built like it's an open world but it's just you you know and there's not a lot of interacting with the other players other than just like seeing them run around and the performance still isn't that great from how it's been from last year even you know um so signing on uh your switch online and opening up to other players to see them run around uh you know still brings the game into almost single digit territory and especially since you're in like a a snowy area like the particle effects just kind of bog the game down more which is a bummer but i mean you know there's some folks that only come to this just so they can play competitive and i guess they won't care about it at all but say if you're like a little kid like running around this environment it's it's kind of it's kind of garbo do you think this is it Four mainline Pokemons on the Switch. Like we're not going to get a whole mm. other entry this generation, right? I, I feel like they'll probably do a remaster of an right. older game right. before before it's completely right. it. But but it's typically I mean, like the, one brand new game per console, right? Yeah, yeah. So they had like we had Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, which was a remaster of like Gen One. This is a technically a new gen, uh, and like there have been a lot of rumors for the longest time ever that the, they would do a Gen Four remaster. So. 
we'll I'm assuming we'll probably see at least another generation generation remaster before we're done on the Switch. But who knows with like the lifespan of of this console. Yeah, especially like we're getting into ter- or, you know discussions with the Switch, just like the other consoles of like maybe yeah. it's just the Switch from now on. Maybe there's just a faster Switch out next year. Yeah, yeah. Right. runs all the same games, and they're just doing that thing along with everybody else. So, and I think the bummer part, and I totally feed into this, is that because this game sells really well, Game Freak may not be inclined to improve that much, which is which is kind of a bummer. Victims of their own success. <sighs> Suffering from success, it hurts. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. That's uh, a little grip of games that we can talk about. Not... I have one more game. Oh. Oh. It's in my email. Wait, was it? I thought we went through uh-huh. everything. Hold up. Hang on. I want to see if you know what this is. Cast notes. Oh, God, right. I meant to ask you about this. And I fr- ben, I understand that they gave Dire Tide. What? Valve did it. The memes have become dr- dreams have become reality. They put Dire Tide back in Dota. Is this the first Dire Tide since the great Dire Tide calamity of what was that six twenty sixteen sixteen or something? I when I when, think when so. the meme began. Um, I just wanted to quickly shout this out. Um, Valve, uh, the Dota team, whoever, whatever the Dota team is at Valve has the collective known really as Ice it. Frog. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they've really been killing it lately. Um, hmm. with their like okay. new custom game stuff, they had Agnum's Labyrinth a couple months ago. That was kind of the like roguelite, um, progressive like f- co-op four v AI. That sounds cool. Yeah, no, that's wow. out now. That was part of the battle pass, but they just released Tire Tide, um, just in time for Halloween to be over. I was say it's like um, pretty tight timing there, but. Yeah, uh, but basically it's it's a it's a new mode in Dota that's really fun. It's it's really cool. It's my I haven't been playing really any Dota in the last few months, but I saw a ton of my friends back online for this, and it's cool. It's like a very stripped down version of Dota, where it's two lanes, um, and they're really close to each other, and you're like collecting these candies, and it's all about it's it's round based, like it's five minute rounds, best of five. So games are never going more than 25 minutes, which is really nice. <laughs> um, Cause I just don't have the patience in me anymore for hour plus long Dota games. Um, similar Dota mechanics, but with some new stuff layered on. Like if you liked Dire, if you're an ex Dota player and you remember like Dire Tide was a big deal. It was like the first custom game that Valve added to Dota that people really went nuts for. Yes. There were other things like Frostavis and, Little things here and there, but none of them really stuck like Dire Tide did. That was the thing that, like, people were review bombing them for not adding back in and, like, literally tweeting at Volvo. And <laughs> Volvo, like, was out there being like, we don't know what this means. Wait, literally leave us Volvo, alone. the auto manufacturer? Wow. Yeah, because the meme eventually became yeah. Volvo yes. Gib Dire Tide, yes. please. Like, you know, just a little fun misspelling of Valve. Yeah. But just like people call Bungie out. Bongo and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyways, not to not to talk about Dota too much because I'm not gonna try and convert anyone to a, be a Dota player. What's but this if you've Dota? Been checked out. <laughs> okay, so remember Warcraft Three? Yeah. Oh no. Remember no, how everyone's favorite part was hero units? <laughs> no. no. Okay, never mind then. <laughs> okay. Uh, check it out. You know, it's free. It's it's got some like cosmetics tied to it. You can earn a certain number of points per day, and then if you hit a hundred, you just get a free set, which is really cool. It's not even like you get entered into a chat. Like, there have been scummier Dota 
cosmetic promotions, let's say. Um, but I, I'm really, really enjoying what the team there has been doing with Dota lately. And I'm, I don't know, I'm, I, for, for the first time in a while, I've been like interested to see what they do. But also like part of me kind of wishes like maybe they could do a new game, something not tied to Dota, something like that could reach maybe a different audience. Impossible. I don't know. Ooh. It's it's some it's some cool stuff what out there. And I think if you have Dota interest, you should check it out. Okay. What about chess with Dota characters? It never worked. Mm. No, that doesn't sound like it's a thing. What about a Dota card game? Mm. Mm. Nah. Maybe not. <laughs> okay. Table that for later. Uh we're gonna take what a if they had here? a virtual influencer character? That... Nope. Nope. <sighs> not on this podcast. All right. All right. We're going to take a quick break, stretch our legs for just a second, and come back and talk about some news. Stay tuned. We'll see you. All right. Back in it with some news. Got a bunch of news. Consoles are like what? You can change away? Yeah. What, eight days or uh, seven days? days. Yeah. A, a week away from week Xbox. Away from, from the Xbox. week and two days from the PlayStation 5. Once you're in New Zealand and then all bets are off. That's right. Anything goes down there. Are you playing them now? Is it, is it, is it 2021 there yet? What's that? Are, oh, man. Hmm. Sounds great. I want to go there. Um, mm. Do you? We don't know yet. You and well, Gabe Newell. See. Dude, I would totally go hang out in Dave, Gabe Newell's New Zealand compound <laughs> from now on. <laughs> you think you got all those knives shipped over there? I hope so. He's just, yeah. He has his own. He has New Zealand knives. That's true. Yeah, I bet, oh, he's I bet starting in fresh collection over there. I bet they've got some good knives down there. You think I've Australia heard. has yeah. good knives? Mm. Yeah. Um. Okay. News. Got a fair amount about the impending consoles and some other stuff. Let's get into it here. Um. The creative director of Halo Infinite is no longer working on Halo Infinite. Why not? That's uh, that's Chris Lee. Uh, yeah, why not, Brad? He didn't give a, you know, didn't give a specific reason, so much as just saying, "I have stepped back from Infinite, and I am looking at future opportunities. I mm. believe in the team, and I'm confident they will deliver a great game. And now is a good time." It's a t- to typo. We might say, "I have stepped back from the Infinite Void," <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, he's not leaving Microsoft. I mean, though he is still a Microsoft employee. Oh, interesting. Well, looking at future opportunities doesn't necessarily sound like it is limited to Microsoft. It might just be like a... Yeah, yes. Uh, but Microsoft did say in their statement, Chris Lee remains a Microsoft employee. Okay. While he has stepped back from Halo Infinite, we appreciate all he has done for the project. He was only on that project for... I don't remember. Didn't he come in kind of midway? Was he on it before, just not leading it, and then they may or maybe up when the last set of leadership left? Right, maybe that's what it was. Because I, yes, I don't actually not, know. He is not the the first lead on this game to take off and be replaced. Um, that's kind of that. There's not a whole lot of other news there. I mean, you know, they brought Joe Staten in, yeah, a few weeks ago, like kind of longtime Bungie alum and Halo writer. So. He's leading the single player campaign as of now. They, you know, last they said, they said this game's still coming out next year. But like, what do you think this means for the timeline do, of this game's release? Do, uh, if do, it's a, do you guys, do, do you guys think Halo's going to get delayed? I mean, it got delayed. I don't know. I, yeah, it's what Halo got delayed. Oh boy, bet. I got a couple podcasts you to listen to. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
is this like a creative director for like this type of game this far into production would they still be needed perhaps well, they would definitely well, still be there like they sure. wouldn't, they wouldn't leave before the project was done unless something and this is this is overall director not necessarily creative director uh, i'm um, sorry did i yes that's so uh, oh never mind that i believe um believe that is the case uh yes. so you know it, a lot of stuff on that game probably is done a lot of that stuff well you know i you know that game was not well received like like that i think yeah, they did talked a lot about you know the pandemic and how hard it's been for them to transition to uh working from home and all that other stuff um and wanting to get it all right but then if you remember back to when they did show the game like the reaction to that was not positive so probably any fights that were happening internally about like is this good enough is this the right move like after you show that stuff publicly there are queer, clear, clear winners and losers in those fights, and um, anybody on the other side of that argument got a whole lot of ammunition. Yeah. All of a so you know, it's who knows, man. That just like, it just sounds like such a mess. I mean, who can say how big the changes are that they might be making? With, with yeah, was there something? New, did I see something going around saying that basically the game is like content complete, which makes sense if they were maybe really so. going to ship it this year. That maybe it's just like okay, we need to actually improve some of that content and uncomplete it and recomplete it or if it's just right. uh tech work which it seems weird but um yeah, i don't know like once, this, once yeah. they got the one that once they got this open-ended delay maybe they were able to step back and say like hey this is what we were going to ship because we had to ship something but right if, if now, we actually can the, take another nine months or something then right. why don't we sit down and do it the way we really want to do it right you really think it's going to be that long i I don't think it ships in the first. It, okay, if it was going to ship in the first quarter of next year, they would have said that. Yeah, I they would have yes. said early 2021. They would have they would have sure. like framed that up a little bit differently. I feel like by just giving a year, it gives them some wiggle room. But I I don't think this ships until the back half of the year. Oh yeah, yeah, I would definitely believe um, that. I I would yeah. not I would not be entirely surprised if this became a holiday next year. Yeah, I, I think that I could I, that would not be shocking to me at this point either. I think that they can't afford to screw up Halo anymore. Um, that is a hundred percent true. It. But they also, well, I guess maybe they don't because they've talked about how they don't need to do this anymore. But I was going to say they need to put some goddamn video games out on their new console. They do. But, You're not wrong. But yeah, they can they can weather these delays. But yeah, like Jeff is totally right. They cannot weather yeah. a bad Halo game. Or Halo yeah. cannot weather it. Halo, <laughs> Halo, you know, and and I don't think that any of the three four three Halo games have been outright bad. I mean, the Master no. Chief Collection underwent, you know, Oof. its whole mess. Uh, it is still yeah. under, you know, like Reach just like just just came out or something, right? For PC. Mm-hmm. Any, anyway, there are still s- people out there working on the Master Chief Collection <laughs> a thousand years after that game. You know, it's, it's crazy. Until the, until the end of human civilization. Yeah. Someone and, will be yeah, working on the Master Chief Collection. You know, there True Halo Infinite. Yeah, there are elements of Halo 5 that are not great, for sure. Um, and uh, But I think, like, by and large, that game was at least at least okay, if not good. Uh, it, I, I liked I liked. I enjoy playing Halo 5, but uh, not, those aren't bad games. And like, I've always kind of felt for 343 having to follow up that original trilogy because like it's so beloved. It told a complete story that yeah. started and ended, you know, like you've got this thing that is like hallowed and like you can't change too much about it, but you have to change some things to yeah. justify another sequel. 
I'm yeah. Like, where, do you, where do you find that balance of old and new and like not just make it seem kind of stale? If anything, like, I think they the didn't change. The video games has changed so much yeah. between yeah. the last Halo game and now. Like, God, I, I, and Halo I, 1 I, is almost 20 years old at this point. Right. Oh, boy. But I, but I feel like they didn't change enough. When they got into Halo 4, I think I was hoping for like, okay, like you're left off with Master Chief just like floating in space. Who knows where he's going to end up? But it'll be somewhere far away from here, probably. And, uh, you know, hey, let's let's have a whole new Master Chief adventure in some other solar system. The rules have changed because it's all different enemies. You know, like he's just stranger in a strange land type thing like that seemed like the to me that always seemed like the ideal setup. But boy, did they just introduce like a new faction, but still kind of insert you right into that same conflict. Yep. And even in the trailers for this, just they're showing humans and all this other stuff too. So it's like, you know, it, I mean, you're back on another ring. Endlessly. Yeah, man. Which, you know, Hey, they, they've already, this is uh, probably the final chapter of the next trilogy, right? Four, five, and six. You've got the Cortana stuff to, to get out of the way. Well, Sounds yes, like. but this is a 10 year game. Don't forget. Yeah. This is the well, next then, decade they'll, of they'll get it out of the way in the first hour and then, yeah. uh, then get on to the infinite. And so, yeah, I, I, I felt like they just didn't change enough, man. It, it's just, I, I, I think Halo four should have been this bold, grand departure, uh, not necessarily from a gameplay perspective, but at least like, you know, from who is master chief, what support does he have if there's no humanity around him and, you know, right. what's his goal? Like, like, I mean, remember you know, that for, remember that E3 cinematic of Master Chief in like the hood and cloak, like wandering yeah. through the desert that yeah, yeah. turned out turned out to never go anywhere because it didn't actually happen in any of the games that they shipped. But like, yeah. that was the most exciting thing I've seen in the 343 era of Halo was just like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> like, why right. is Master Chief stranded in a desert wearing this poncho? <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I want to know more about what's going on here. Yeah, and just put Master Chief onto weird planets and have him be like the fucking the cowboy that walks into town and solves other people's problems. Right. You know, uh, I think that that would like have been the fun Mandalorian. Arc. They even took <laughs> yeah. They even took the damn helmet off at the end of one of the games, and then they never followed up on it. <laughs> you know, you know, That's it's right. not it's not important what's like behind keep, the helmet. They keep flirting with the idea of doing something wild and radically different in the Halo another games, helmet, and, and then they never. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he didn't well, even, even even the Cortana stuff doesn't seem like it's necessarily going to like be the focus of the next game, which like yeah. the last game was, was a huge cliffhanger. That. Yeah, yeah. A huge cliffhanger at the end of five. Um, So it, it's. Yeah, it's, it's tough weird. again. Like, that's why I say I feel for them. Like, I put me in charge of where to take the Halo franchise next. I would just like run screaming. I have no idea what to do. That's like going to satisfy longtime Halo fans and also like you know again like justify being another sequel right well also you know it's like you're also working against the the notion of what halo was in terms of it was a system seller it defined the xbox um like the master chief was the elite is is still like in a lot of ways right i mean it's not marcus phoenix i mean maybe maybe it was for a while but like you associate Xbox with Master Chief still, right? It's I mean, not, yeah, hey, yeah. cars, it's not Blink's the Time Sweeper. The, the back well, of this, the back the of this, Phantom is, Dust uh, guy. the back of this Xbox Series X box that we can talk about openly has the Master Chief on it. Yeah, yeah. Real big. But it ain't that anymore for them. And it hasn't been since like three or yeah. Reach, you yeah, know? Like I, like I, know the, I know I've talked about it before, but I distinctly remember being in that, was it 2004 E3 Microsoft press conference when they straight up revealed the second gun coming on the screen in halo 2 
Like the yeah. second he dual wielded for the first time, like yeah. the arena, that, that arena like erupted. Like people, people went were, fucking nuts. People were went ape shit for the fact that yeah. you could dual wield in Halo. Like that's how big Halo was back then. That like a second gun made people scream. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's and you're right. It's kind of it's kind of not in that position anymore. Maybe just games aren't that anymore. Period. You know. Like you think about it from like the era of that was midnight launches. That was like, check out our day one total, like yeah. the, the entertainment launch aspect of all this stuff was yeah. such a different thing then, than it and then it was like people dragging their Xboxes over to each other's houses and like system linking a bunch of shirts sure. together and all. That yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. And, and like, uh, now it's like, well, at 9 PM, this game's going to unlock and then I'm gonna start playing it. Or, or, hey, I got early access to it by spending more money to, yes. to get it or, you know, or whatever. Also, so. also, I've played 15 years worth of other games similar to this since then. <laughs> they all have multiplayer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, well, whatever, I, you know, for me, Halo didn't matter until Halo 3 came out. Like, I, yeah. that was, that was where I started liking Halo. So. The combat had to evolve a little more. Yeah. It just needed right. to be re-evolved. But Halo 3 and Reach and ODST are some good-ass games. Some good-ass games. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I don't know what, what you do with Halo. I, I don't uh, but, like, is that, I guess my question is, like, do you think that's a realistic goal to, like, try to reattain, like, reattain that feeling that people had for Halo through those first three games. Do you think that's even possible? Ooh, like nobody has ever actually done that before, right? Like nothing. Not with a Halo name anymore. Are games that anymore? Or like in, in well, terms yeah, of like, saying, like, like can the, a game look, be that? Can yes. a game? I mean, that's for look at the biggest games Fortnite, from right? this year. It's Animal Crossing, Among Us, uh, Fall Guys and Genshin Impact. Like, none of those, except Animal Crossing, I guess, is, like, a big AAA video, like, first-party studio video game. I mean, Last of Us 2 did very well, and there are games that do very well, but, like, as far as games that everyone's talking about, it's these weird games that come out of nowhere now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. yeah, and and also, like, I think, you know, the, like I was saying, the, the photo opportunity, the, here's this person getting... Whether it's a console, you know, that's a little different because it has to be hardware, but, like, you know, digital downloads oh, yeah. have, like, have kind of ruined that. But, like, like, like here's, here's the, the first person in line. First, yes. To, yes. Yeah, here's the yeah. photo of the people lined up to get an autographed copy of Halo on night one. Yeah. Or, I mean, that was largely, that was, like, a big time and place thing, though, you know, because, like, back, yeah, like yeah. You, you had the... You had the exact same circus around Bill Gates handing somebody the first copy of Windows 95. Exactly, you know? yeah. Like, that was just kind of consumerism back then, and, like, it's just, you know, I mean, that probably goes to the whole lack of monoculture now and stuff, right? Like... Probably there yeah. is there there is no unifying product launch that everybody in the world cares about like there used to be. Uh, yeah, not like Windows ninety five that brought us all together. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I think there is still power to. There is a new Xbox and there is a new Halo on it. I think yeah. it, that Halo is definitely one of those franchises that people who grew up with it are never going to forget about totally. Halo. They're always going to be like, there's always going to be some level of interest there. I think like. I probably think that they cannot reachieve those highs, but if if one franchise is going to do it, like Halo is probably up there. Like, because like, what are the games that like that? Like the games that just had massive penetration into the public. It's like Call of Duty, Halo, mm-hmm. like Zelda. You know, it's Grand like Grand Theft Auto, you know, Mario, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Like those, there there are pillars that are always going to be whenever there is a big new release of that game. There are going to be people who will be like, oh, I remember college, or I remember, you know way back in the day, like, playing Halo 2 or whatever, you know, for 45 hours straight, like, 
and especially like with with everyone home playing video games all day like there is a definite desire for that kind of return to I, the, what the simpler time i wonder how much of that is going to be end up being like what how old were you when that stuff came out and you know because the games that get big now like you said fall got you know whatever like games get big in different ways now to the point where the people who didn't maybe grow up with halo but are playing games now uh Talking zoomers yeah you know are they gonna go like what is this old man video game i can't even floss in it <laughs> that's what the kids <laughs> say right um yeah. oh yeah but like you know but like straight up like you know it's not free to play but well, maybe the multiplayer will end up being free to play uh depending on how they it sounds like that might be the direction they're heading in i don't know if they confirm that or not i don't remember my brain is mush but um like you know like big games are so different now in terms of just like when you look at Fortnite and you know minecraft wasn't free but you know it certainly penetrated you know roblox fall guys you know rocket fall league guys was free on psn exactly, you know yeah. like among us works on your phone like there's yeah. there's oh that's huge yeah games have to be weirdly more accessible in a way to like genshin is free right like and works on your phone yeah well halo will work on your phone only if it's an android yeah they'll get there but like i i guess like that's the that's the thing that i think all games uh of you know of that era and prior are up against when they're looking to launch a traditional here's our sequel to halo you know maybe there is just a cap on how big that type of game can even get and some of that probably applies to like you know sony's first party like prestige products and stuff like not to say those games are small or diminish them in any way but they're not these big sweeping free multiplayer things that everyone is gonna play for years to come and all that other stuff. So you know, at some point, does that does that cap how big those games can even get? Yeah, probably. So I I don't know. I, I miss that era to a certain extent. Yes. Even if I, I think I I think I understand why it will probably never be like that again. But uh, I miss like I th- and I think Halo Three was the most audacious it got. When they were like, fuck it, we're going to sell these at 7-Elevens. Right. When they were like, right. you want a Halo 3? We're Come to 7-Eleven. We're going to put the them game. there. Because fuck like, it. The game. Like a, yeah. Not like a slushy cup with Master Chief But on also it. that, up, you yeah. could get a Halo Slurpee, I think. Right. But, but you could literally yeah. pay for a big bite and a copy of Halo 3 on the Give same Give me table. a hot dog and a Halo 3. <laughs> and we went out that night and it turned out to be fucked because our 7-Eleven never got it. Uh. They didn't get the game. That's but they did get the hot dogs, so it was fine. Yeah, but uh, and yeah, I don't. Yeah, I guess like to me, that was always the pinnacle of that era of like the yeah. the big yes. product launch. There was like that, and like the year that like they launched Madden was like Ozzy Osbourne playing on top of a fucking marquee of a theater. Oh wow! Yes, for a Madden launch, and just like just the dumbest shit. And I miss some of that dumb shit. I agree, but. Because that's what makes video games big. Ozzy Osbourne. That's right. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, move on to a couple other uh, Microsoft stories real quick here. I threw this Xbox Wire blog post in here about the, the name. I'll just read it. A closer look at how Xbox Series X and S integrates full AMD RDNA 2 architecture. And like mm-hmm. we don't need to go through... Uh, you know, all the technical aspects of the story, it's just them rattling off a bunch of features of the GPU and the Xbox, you know, DXR, DirectX Ray Tracing, mesh shaders, sampler feedback. Ooh. 
variable rate shading, which they've talked about before. But maybe I'm reading too much into this, and maybe this is just the internet taking things and running wild with it and not necessarily on Microsoft, but like it kind of came off like it was feeding into the console war that is raging like I have never seen it before a little bit. Did anybody else get this get that vibe off of this? Well, like, it's it's very much like, hey, we've got tech. So yeah, like for for them in a vacuum, like this is totally just like, yes, they should get out there and put out a press release yeah. about this and some supplemental information or whatever. But like, I guess what I'm really getting at is maybe I read the replies under like at Xbox and at PlayStation Twitter accounts way you too much now. That man, it's a mistake. And like, man. It's, it's it's bled into like, dude, it's bled into like Phil Spencer's mentions and like people screaming at Digital Foundry every day now, and it's just like, oh jeez, go I, read. I mean, go read like every reply to anything Ed Boon ever tweets that's not even about yeah. Mortal Kombat, and well, it's just people complaining about Molina, even though Molina's coming to the game now. It's totally, just like, totally. but that's like there's that's, a that certain a different, once you get past a certain level of fame infamy whatever you want to call it twitter is just that nightmare it's like totally. people that, responding and saying like tell me something I'm like what no that, what? but that is that is people screaming at the person who makes the thing they love sure sure like this is this is that old school video game tribalism of people screaming at the people they hate who like the thing they hate yeah <laughs> i swear well, it's God, both man. right if you go i i also made the mistake of looking at those xbox and playstation mentions a couple weeks ago just out of curiosity. And it was just some of the dumbest shit I have ever seen. Ever. It's, um, it's really wild. This generation, man, I don't know where I like, are people just going stir crazy because they're trapped in their houses and they just like, have, it have doesn't those, help. Right. Just need an outlet for their angst. And so they're going to do it by yeah. like, screaming at PlayStation fans. Right. But like, you know, th- this thing is very much and, and like this thing seems true, but also at the end of the day, how much is that going to matter? Like, you know, how much is that going to matter to the end consumer? Like, you know, the sentence here that I view as the key sentence are is, is Xbox Series X pipe S uh, are the only next gen consoles with full hardware support for all the RDNA two right. capabilities AMD showcase today. Yes. So that's, that's like, the OK, so PS5, the, 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 what they're saying is the PlayStation 5 does not have the full list. Yeah. And like, like, OK, people, people were taking that and running with it to that. to to imply that the PS5 is like massively inferior to the Xbox in some way, <laughs> which is like, come on. Uh, uh, these things are, uh, I think going to end up being proving to be relatively close. Uh, yeah. and, and maybe the, the key changes between them, I think you will see some around launch, uh, but some maybe take longer to manifest, but I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't have the technical know-how to tell you if that, if that statement from them is actually relevant in a real way or not, or how are games going to look different on Cause you know, they're kind of opening that door there to say like, well, PS five doesn't have this. Right. Right. Then the question is just like, okay, what is that? Right. Okay. Well then what, what, what does that mean? Cause obviously Sony made some different calls around like right. hard drive speed and stuff like that. Uh, you know, like they, they came down on slightly different sides of a very similar coin. Right. Yes. Yeah, you know, the missing detail here is that AMD announced their new graphics cards, you know, based on this same architecture last week, and they have turned out to be kind of better than anybody expected. But this is kind of Microsoft getting out here and saying, hey, we've got feature parity with those new graphics cards that just got announced that are awesome. So where do those fall in terms of like, you know, are you getting one of these instead of a 3080 or what? I haven't looked into it too deep. AMD did put out some numbers in certain games in certain situations showing it being faster than a 3080 and a 3090, but... Like what that are those certain situations stuff like if you look at the ground, 
<laughs> just look, look down. You got I mean, 200 I, frames a second. I didn't look into it too deeply. I think it's a lot of traditional rasterized games. Like, I don't think they're out there with ray tracing numbers just yet. Hmm. I think there is some word that, like, certain ray tracing games will not be compatible with those cards up front until some more development work is done and some stuff like that. You know, NVIDIA's got a lot of other built-in advantages like the DLSS and yeah, some of their other features that are pretty robust at this point. I don't Whatever, we don't need yeah. the graphics card shootout here so much, but... Um, you know, you, is, if you if you go Microsoft. look at Nvidia and AMD's Twitter accounts, is it the same shit show just no, about graphics cards? Not at all. Like I yeah. see, uh, like at really the, the biggest response I've seen to the to the the RDNA two cards being announced last week was people going like, "Fucking awesome!" Now AMD is competitive again. Like now prices are going to go back down. <laughs> now I'm yeah. going to have actual options to buy a video card, especially when I can't get a hold of 3080. You know. Yeah. Like right. pe- people yeah. on the PC side just seem excited that there are multiple players in the graphics game again. I don't yeah. know what is driving that stuff, but man, just well, I guess at the end of the day, you, you at the end of the day, you play the same games on both, right? right. It's not right. You know, it's still a PC at the end. Yeah, of the, the day. passion. The passion yeah. is for the PC platform, not for yeah. necessarily like graphics cards in particular. But um, yeah. Last thing about the Xbox here, uh, Capcom put up a little blog post about Devil May Cry Five Special Edition. Mm-hmm. That was largely about pre-order bonuses and the new modes and Virgil being playable and all that stuff. Uh, but they included a little tidbit at the end that the Xbox Series X version of the game will have ray tracing and the Xbox Series S version will not. Oh, no. So. But also that ray tracing is coming as, an, as a patch, even for Series X. They're saying it'll be available as a downloadable title update. Maybe oh. that'll be available by launch, but I don't. they don't give a timing on that, but... Right. Oh, you're right. Yes. Also is also is a little weird. I don't know Um, what the date is on that, but you know, like it kind of shed some light on you know Microsoft saying like, oh, they run the game the same games, just at different resolutions. Like, yeah. Here's a case of like, okay, there's a little bit more. Yes. Obviously, that is probably going to be up to developers to figure out on a case by case basis. And some cases, it's going to be more than than just resolution. Well, they're saying that thing will run at 120 frames per second, which that's still pretty good. That's still pretty good. Mm On the S specifically, and the X. Yeah, right? they believe they say they say both for that. But yeah, one twenty on the S. Wow. Yes. Okay. So it's not like it's not like the yeah. S is some complete piece of shit or something. Um. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Yes. I'm, I'm rereading this just to double check. Yes, they say it will come to Series X and S with high frame rates up to 120 yes. frames a second. Okay, that's different than 120 frames per second. Uh, enhanced audio. Yeah. Ooh. Hey really gross looking blob i I think that that's still a weird case of like you know should they have should people who already bought dmc5 have an upgrade path for this yeah um i feel like they should um (laughs) instead they're like if you pre-order you get a bunch of orbs and you're like oh great because everyone loved talking about the orbs in that game when it first came out yeah it's really not at all a frustrating weird microtransaction thing in a I felt like Devil like, like even even a discounted upgrade would be better than just being like hey just buy the game again mm-hmm. you know like yes it's a ten dollar the the assassin's creed ps3 to ps4 right, right. path uh you know would would be a a nice thing here they never did resolve the control stuff right other than to say oh, nah. stuff's yeah they're like as nah. Far, as far as i know that stuff is still pending i wouldn't mm. necessarily expect a lot of movement there yeah uh, so virgil's on his way too now Am I wrong, or does he not look exactly like Phil Spencer? <laughs> Spitting image. Uh, 
We're gonna have to Photoshop something after this. See a mm. little bit of a resemblance there. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I Maybe. see it. I see it. There's better pictures, but okay. I haven't been haven't been able to shake it since I played the game. That's wait for answer. wait for Jan's side by side. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, on to some Sony news here. Uh, you may have heard that you know they, they've been saying for a while now that PlayStation VR will work with PlayStation Five. But it does not work with that new HD camera that is coming out for the PS5. You will need a free adapter for the old camera and plug that into your PS5 to use the PlayStation VR that exists now. No, I won't. Or you could just not use your PlayStation VR, I guess. Find that. <laughs> Which is good. It's kind of going to be a little weird to have to have two cameras hooked up side by side. Yeah. For that thing. That is strange. Yeah, this so, is so. What are the anyway, benefits of of having one of the newer cameras? What does that work with? I I don't know. I mean, we'll have to test that out and see. Like built okay. in, what I would I'd imagine the PS Five has like a built in streaming thing, like yeah, the four did. Oh, so sure, sure. I would assume similar stuff to what you could do on the on the four with that camera. Uh, besides okay. VR, anyway, uh, the Washington Post uh, has an interview with Jim Ryan, head of PlayStation, since this time last week. Uh, in which he talks about the future of PlayStation VR because, you know, they've implied that they're working on a new headset. There's been some patents out there that also implied that they had some new stuff in the works. But he said this, I think we're more than a few minutes from the future of VR. PlayStation believes in VR, Sony believes in VR, and we definitely believe at some point in the future, VR will represent a meaningful component of interactive entertainment. Will it be this year? No. Will it be next year? No. So will it come at some stage... We believe that, and we're very pleased with all the experience that we've gained with PlayStation VR, and we look forward to seeing where that takes us in the future. So That sounds like little, no PlayStation 5 VR headset to me. Right. That, sounds really? like we are, mm-hmm. we are, that sounds like we are going to wait for this, unless something in the market changes um, to where VR games are suddenly way more desirable and getting funded, so developers are making them in greater quantities and qualities. Um, I yeah, I, I feel like the PSVR came out at the exact right time in terms of they were able to ride a wave of interest in VR, yeah. not only on the consumer end. They cre- I mean, they created a lot of that interest, honestly, um, but also yeah. from the funding development end. Like there was money going into VR projects. It really doesn't seem like that's happening the same way anymore. It was really just Sony and Oculus uh, that were kind of funding that stuff to any great degree. And if that's just Oculus now, you know, I, I don't think VR is dead. I think, you know, like VR is cool in its own way, but like it didn't, it didn't hit big. No, it didn't. It hit, but it hit well. It's really neat, but it didn't hit But big. Sony really helped like, you know, make yeah. it a little more mainstream as well. Mm-hmm. It made it affordable. It made it, you know, it put it in living rooms. Um, but like even but software yeah, support for, for on not the PS4. That injection anymore. Yeah. Then shit. I don't Does, know. uh, I, I don't know if you can talk about it, but does does the new Astrobot have any VR support or it's all just dual sense stuff? Well, there is no way to play PlayStation 5 games in VR. We have another news story here. So mm. you can infer from that that, that this Astrobot game is mm. not a VR game. Um uh and so yeah, I, I, yeah, you're right. I think Sony helped create that demand and like could they create it again? Maybe, but also if you look at the release of playstation vr games it didn't set the world on fire you know there's like a lot of cool stuff and obviously like star wars squadrons just came out and and ea is still doing that medal of honor game for oculus but like is ea gonna then green light five more vr games in the next 
three years? You know, like what is their ongoing commitment from like them or any major publisher? Um, it just doesn't seem like it's there. And if VR is going to be this awesome playground for people who want to dive deep into crazy ass shit, the PC is the platform for that. And some of those experiences just might not make sense on a console to that more yeah. mainstream audience. So like, I can't fault Sony for just like not committing here. If, if it was hot, they'd be doing it. And if it gets hot, they'll do it. But it doesn't seem like they're willing to like lead that charge uh, again. Yeah. Br- Brad, you may be muted. Yeah. How did I mute myself? just happens man the thumb has a mind of its own there's a little brain (laughs) little tiny little brain in my thumb that goes mute Mm -hmm. this microphone um it was hot like that was my understanding for most of the time since the ps4 vr has been out is that it was like exceeding expectations but it launched incredibly well like yeah they they did well out of the gate for sure but there is a line in this post story that kind of surprised me that says while five million headsets were sold by january of this year sales were slowing in 2020 so and you have to assume the software sales yeah, have been tracking with that, that as well. Right. What were the marquee yeah. PSVR games last year? You know, yeah. this year, you know, like Tetris. Like, yeah. Tetris, yeah. Tetris, yeah. Tetris oh, Effect. Year? Tetris Effect was like probably the last huge one that I, or, you know. Exactly. Like I'd, Star Wars Squadrons is pretty freaking cool in VR if you care about sitting inside those yeah. Star Wars ships. But you know. that almost seems like a runoff from like maybe that game was supposed to ship earlier and it, sure. they just got, I don't, I want, yeah, or just, I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. it, it seems weird for EA to suddenly have like a VR game out now in 2020. It seems like they maybe like missed a little bit of the boat. Yeah. Um, this is, this is a bummer to me. I mean, if the, you know, if the market realities have changed, then they've changed and you know, it doesn't make sense for them to continue investing, but like tech has improved so much since yeah. the, the first PSVR specific, not, not so much like tr- head tracking and screen stuff, but inside out tracking and we're getting to the point where wireless headsets seem like they're almost about to make sense. Yeah. And so like thinking about how comfortable that first PSVR is and how easy that whole setup process is like, yeah, specifically the idea of a new PSVR on PS five that has wireless and automatic tracking, you know, no, mm-hmm. no anything to set up around it would have been cool as hell, you know, like, yeah, that. I just really liked the PSVR as a, right. Here is a VR headset that you sit down on your couch, you put on and you still play a video game with a controller. That's how I like to experience VR. I'm not into like the full body movement stuff as much. Like, so you had Tetris, you know, you had Astro bot, which I thought was great. Like Res. I like that type of VR and it's sad because like, it's obviously not doing it for him. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. or it was, and it doesn't seem like the, you know, yeah, it, yeah i don't know it's it's i think it's still you still look at like the launch of half-life alex and <sighs> kind of like, came and went didn't it yeah i mean well it's you know it's a single player game people are going to play it and they're going to be done with it right i mean yeah. you know it's it's uh it does some cool stuff um but you know like it it also the investment required you know it, it, still though it's a new half-life game that could have that should have been a bigger deal than it was and i don't even mean that to say it was not a big deal uh per se just that that seems like that should have been a a bigger thing than it was and it came out and people talked about it for a week and the people that love vr are still talking about it but you know that didn't necessarily like bring in a zillion new you know it didn't change the conversation around vr it's still this thing of like Hey, this tech works. It, it's a shame in a lot of ways that like we as a society aren't more excited about <laughs> VR for a thing that like 
has been this like weird dream for so many years and years. It came out. It worked really well. It's relatively affordable. And people just don't give a shit. Like when when you talk about VR on this show, like you see comments, you see, you know, like you see people that like treat it like we're talking about the fucking Wii (laughs) eight years in or mobile games where they're just like, I can't believe they're talking about VR. They're like, man, it's crazy that that is how this went down. But also I get it. Like, honestly, like. In terms of like like immersion is immersion, right? You can't uh, I talked about it before, like. I can't fit that level of immersion into my life uh, in a in a big way these days. Yes. I got too much other shit going on. The, the practical hassles and inconveniences of VR are pretty hard to overcome in a lot of cases. Yeah. And that's it's crazy to say that, but like VR, it's rad. Also, I don't know that I recommend it to anyone, especially as more and more people dig into the Quest 2 stuff um, and have to go through the process of that being a Facebook product and all the dumb fucking ways Facebook has fucked that up. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. it's like even even a, a what should be a slam dunk situation of just like here's this portable device it runs the games right on it so the space consideration is reduced because you can literally take it anywhere set it up wherever you got room you don't have to run a cable from your PC though you can if you want to do that like that should have been it but then they layered it and weighed it down with all this dumb Facebook stuff that even fucked that up uh, and yeah it's uh it's a shame, you know, I'm sure the people that are modeling um, concept cars and homes and all this other stuff <laughs> in VR and AR will be psyched about VR for years to come. And maybe yeah. they'll get another swing at it in games in a big mainstream sense someday. But it just it kind of feels like it's over. I mean, there was there was VR support for that, that uh, the Internet meme Redfin house listing that was going around a week yeah. or two ago. Like, you yeah, could straight yeah. up you could straight up click a button in that web browser and go through that house in VR. <laughs> yeah, VR is going to pop up in weird places like that. But. And a hot dad's game is coming out this week. Okay. Hot dad's yeah. VR game. Hot dad okay. of, of um, um, inter- I was going to say intergalactic cowboy, but that's not the name of that damn game. The browser game, the chowder man does the music for. AKA oh, hot dad space. Yes. Uh, hypnospace. Uh, Oh, is Yeah. That is, a. there's a, it's a VR product based on a video he made some years ago and <laughs> it involves you clicking on bones and not being able to eat them. It's pretty neat. Eat the bones. It's, it's, it's pretty neat it's, for, for what it is. So yeah. VR, so v, VR back on top as of still has days place. From now when it comes out, still, still has its place. Yeah, but I, don't, I bet, like, I, I bet uh, VR, I bet VR teardown would be pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. All yes. To have that crumbling on top of you, that'd be claustrophobic <laughs> in a really great way. Sure. But yeah, I don't know. It's like the tech is great, but I, I feel like it's, um, it's become the territory of zealots. You know, you've got yeah. people yeah. that are just like yes. they they want to talk your ear off about yeah of, of of how amazing VR is, and every time I hear it, I go, yes, I agree with you, but also like. <laughs> Like, I agree that, yes, VR yep. is fucking incredible, but the software doesn't always hold up its end of the bargain and there isn't enough of it and it's not mainstream enough. And it's, you know, there's just still too many things in the way of it reaching, yep. uh, continuing to like reach new heights and stuff like that. And that's, I think, chasing away ongoing development from from mainstream developers and stuff, which I think is what it needs more of to break through. It's a bad chicken and egg problem. Whatever. All right. I, I, yep. I'm, I'm just sick of talking about fucking VR. <laughs> well, too no, bad. We got, like, fuck, man. Too bad. We got one more story you. just to uh, 
as if to reinforce that last story about yeah. them not being behind PSVR and, so and much. This, this other story is the one that made me really feel the way I just felt in everything I just said. Honestly, sure. this one I think is, is the real story here. Yeah. Uh, this is a story on Upload VR. They talked to Sony briefly about this stuff. The upshot is that it sounds like there's essentially no support for new kind of quote unquote PlayStation 5 games that work on PlayStation VR. And like what we're talking about here is games that work on both, right? Yeah. Where you buy a game once and have it on PS4 and PS5. So in the cases of, for example, Hitman 3, which is coming out in, I believe, January mm-hmm. uh, and has a VR mode that they have announced. You will have to play the PlayStation 4 version of Hitman 3 to play it in VR. PlayStation oh, wow. 5 what? version of PlayStation or of a Hitman 3 will not be compatible with the PlayStation VR headset. Um, yeah. No maybe, Man's Sky is the other. Yes, yes. Maybe, maybe an even better illustration is that No Man's Sky, which currently has VR support on the PS4 and mm-hmm. is getting a PS5 patch that they just announced last week that's going to be all like, you know, graphical upgrades and higher resolution. And it sounds rate. so awesome. I know. I, I cannot wait to see the next-gen version of No Man's Sky <laughs> on these consoles. But that version, the PlayStation 5 upgrade for No Man's Sky, will also not be compatible with the PlayStation VR. You will have to play the original uh, PS4 version to make it work with that headset. So essentially, they are not really supporting new PS5 games going forward on that headset as of now. Yeah. Sounds like it. Uh, which is some real cold water thrown on the PlayStation VR since like totally. a week or two ago. Yeah. I did not see all this coming. Yeah, same here. I, I thought that at least they're like, oh, well, if, if people want to support it, they can. Totally. I always figured it would be like that. And now they're like, no, it'll no. <laughs> yeah. Please install the PS4 version of this game alongside if you can do that. <laughs> I, yeah, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll get into that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, near future, we'll um, see where we'll see where that stuff goes. Uh, speaking of throwing cold water, mm. oh, the former owners of PlateStation5.com. Well, I assume they still own the domain. <laughs> yeah, probably. They are just legally forbidden from doing anything with that domain, or from making and selling replacement faceplates for the PlayStation Five. Had you guys seen Man. this? Yeah, when it popped up. Yeah, yeah, it's seen the site pop up. Yeah. Yes, PlateStation5.com launched a couple weeks ago, and they were immediately, yes, it is very, like, apparently a little too good for Sony's lawyers. Yeah, (laughs) very good. Uh, They immediately were taking pre-orders for replacement faceplates for the PS5 that were, let's see. Not face, it's like, I mean. Well, that's what they're calling them. Like, I I agree, I agree, I agree they're not actually faceplates, but, like, that's the, you know, that's the accepted terminology. 360 had faceplates. This is like a shell. I know. Give me the Dreamcast with the skeleton blue shell. Oh, yeah. Um, they were taking pre-orders for black, blue, red, kind of shiny chrome and camouflage. And the camera Replacement yep. panels for the PS5. So we're, we're talking the, the top and bottom white panels, if you go yeah. look at a picture of... Mm-hmm. Um, or the left and right side, if you're standing up, whatever yes. you... And they were originally talking like they were aiming to have these start shipping, like, along with console launch here. Right. In, like, a week and a half at this point. Which probably means they started manufacturing on them in some way. You would, one, you would think one so. Would think, but, but, but at uh, the same time, it's like they don't have a pre-release. It was, unit, it was, it was I'm sure. It was weird because oh, right. like a, yeah. a week ago, I went back to that URL to check on the status of that stuff, and it didn't work anymore. And I was like, "What the hell is going on huh. here?" And they had it already been moved uh, or been forced to move to customizemyplates.com by Sony's legal team. Uh, <laughs> like the Franklin Mint over here, right? Mm-hmm. We thought the Switch would be enough to keep everyone happy, and honestly, we're hoping so since we were already underway with our product development. 
But then Sony's lawyers told us it was their opinion Sony's intellectual property extended to the faceplates, and that if we continued to sell and distribute them in any country, we would end up in court. Oof. So... They are issuing refunds for anybody that placed pre-orders. I mean, there's nobody's nobody's going to be out of any cash here except for the people who tried to launch this this business. That seems but. like a bunch of horse shit. Unless they were yeah. like cutting the PlayStation logo into the pieces, you know, because the the original uh, has like a hot, you know, the PlayStation logo is in part yeah. of the the fin. So if they were duplicating that, then that's certainly Sony intellectual property. Yeah, you wouldn't but, think that they'd be that. Yeah, silly or dumb. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if I wonder if this leads to them just having to redesign the shape of them to the point that the profile looks nothing like a PS5. But would people mm. even want that at that point? Make mm. it like a orb, like a hamster ball. You can kind of yeah. roll your console yeah. around in. Put a handle like, on it. Make it look like the PlayStation Nine. Oh shit! Just, let's just skip straight to that. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm. I'm going to be straight with you guys. I was definitely thinking about getting one too. I really uh, think an all black PS5 would look super cool, yeah. and I also wanted yeah. these. I'm not a fan of the white. Yeah, um, I am with you. And apparently, I don't know. Like, I, I, it's, it looks it's just fine. I, I, I don't know. I kind of like. It looks I will, fine. I will say, after a few days of staring at that thing, I'm starting to get used to the way it looks. <laughs> For what it's worth, it's just taken over your life that way. I I understand. Uh, but anyway, not happening anytime soon, if at all. Which like a I'm big abusive roommate. Little disappointing. Poop. Um. Last to Sony story for the week, they are uh, in the process, if it goes through, of acquiring Crunchyroll for just under a billion dollars. Oh. Yeah. It's a chunk of change. It's a lot. That's yeah. a lot of got, So it's, it's a little worrisome in that Megacorp sense because they acquired Funimation in 2017. Well, which is the... To be, to be clear, Crunchyroll is already owned by AT&T, so... If, right. But it's still sort of that consolidation of just like of the Funimation and Crunchyroll stuff coming together. That that's yeah. Is, is Crunchyroll maybe. on other consoles as of right now? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Crunchyroll's so, yeah. all over the place. If this if this turned into a like suddenly the Crunchyroll app is only available on the PS5 among video game consoles, I guess I could uh, yeah. I could see that being an issue. The anime console. That's right. They're just I mean, it already is right. They're, they're, they're just strengthening their brand identity. Plates for that. Yeah. That's all this is. That's right. It makes sense. I mean, Netflix made a huge bet on anime a few years ago. They like started um, licensing stuff and producing original stuff, and it's really blown up for them. Like, if you look at the top ten of Netflix, it's always there's always like two anime se- series on there, and so like Sony's trying to get in on that. I get it. I just, you know, more options for the consumer is always better. Yeah. I just, I, does anything change on the PlayStation side? Like, I'm not a Crunchyroll user. I don't know who here is, but, like, does this change anything? Like, you still just download that app and watch your anime, right? Like, I don't... Yeah, you, you log in like it was any this, other streaming service. Well, and, I mean, post-acquisition, post like, does this change anything oh. about how they offer that product? Oh, I you could see you have maybe... to watch an episode of Hunter x Hunter before playing any no. Sony first-party game. Yeah. I don't enjoy it. Uh, but this, I don't, you know, Sony's a big company. They have a lot of different divisions. This doesn't take it off the Xbox or anything like that. I don't think. Probably. I don't think so. Uh, I, I think this I would, would be like was, a tie-in bonus to PS Plus, maybe. I, I would have said the same thing about Elder Scrolls and Fallout before that acquisition happened. Oh, those so are games, knows? though. You know, know, like, you can buy Sony movies on the Apple Store. Yeah, you yeah, can yeah. buy Sony movies every, you know, like, that's... Think anime isn't a game, motherfucker? <laughs> anime ain't no it's, fucking game. It's, it's game real life. life. <laughs> 
That's why I'm going to replace my PS5 faceplate with one that's got soft mouse pad boobs on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm turn this PS5 into a body pillow, son. It's big enough. What if it you is. get like one that was orange and one that was blue and then you have like a Goku? A Goku, yeah. Kind of thing yeah. going on. I could have a Goku kind of thing going on. <laughs> Me. That's right. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're dying your hair yellow. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. Before we get any more ideas here, uh, Ubisoft delayed Far Cry 6 and Rainbow Six Quarantine out of Q1 of next year. It's still called that? Uh, <laughs> they haven't changed that name yet? As of now, but that's not the first delay for that game. Quarantine got delayed into that time frame earlier this year. And now here they are pushing it out. I guess Far Cry 6 may be a little less surprising. Um, probably the most surprising thing about it was their reasoning, which is essentially that they are going to hit their revenue targets without those games. <laughs> but they oh, are... shit. Yes. Really? That's... Yes. Uh, uh, Does that yes. mean they're anticipating next year to be a bad year for them, so they're trying to bolster it? Probably, I don't know, right? Well, maybe. I don't know. That's but that was that's a venture beats assessment of their this corporate the okay. earnings kind of talk that they put out around this. Uh is that they are on track to meet their targets anyway. And so I you know, whatever. Also, there's the realities of pandemic development continues yeah. to manifest. So obviously multiple things going on there, but don't expect those games for a while. Yeah, it's weird. You know, Far Cry always seemed to stake out that weird early year window. Yeah. Um if not like December or something, you know, they were all, they always felt like they were in that lane. So yeah, the, the last, right. last couple of them in like spring games for sure. Also just, I don't know about you guys, but I'm just like staring intently at every release list right now because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just waiting where, for something. Where are the games? Not a lot on it. What not is the, on it. what is the release lot roster going to look like next year? Need, need some stuff to play on these boxes. Yep. Mm-hmm. How about Anthem? You can watch anime. How about playing Anthem on your new console? I, I've done that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> huh. interesting. <laughs> I look forward to hearing more about that. Um, I don't know. I think we've, we have talked some shit about the effort to revitalize Anthem around here a couple times, but I feel yeah. like, uh, yeah, I don't I know if I'd say talking excited. shit. It's encouraging. More like, expressed, it's, uh, expressed a little skepticism here and there. Sure. Let's say. Yeah. Uh, talked a lot of shit about Anthem itself. <laughs> yes. Um, but I feel like I feel like we need to give them their due when they actually bring the goods, uh, yeah. and they have posted a uh, decent little update here on their progress rebuilding the game with some like pretty nice looking character sheet stuff going on. I mean, yeah, it sure does uh, sure does look a lot like Destiny. I'll say that. You know? I don't know bit. that I'm going to give them their due for some screen sh- for some like screenshots they put out. <laughs> hey, but, one of these uh, is an animated GIF. Okay. Oh, it's you're right. You're moving. right. This one it's moving. This one is Whoa, moving. Okay. Which means they might not just be mock-ups. Okay. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, whatever, you know, they seem to be pretty extensively pulling the character build stuff apart and rebuilding it. You know, there's artifacts and all that stuff now. It seems pretty Skill trees and uh, the skill trees for your artifact. Is that what I'm like? Specializations with his own advanced <clears throat> skill tree and on skill points that you're getting and uh, different ways to specialize. That's, yeah, certainly that's stuff that would make that game feel... Um, like it had more depth and yeah. Uh, yeah. more looks like options. A proper, looks like a proper loot game now. Honestly. The things okay. that didn't make that game a proper loot game weren't just on the character sheet, though. It was a lot oh, yeah. of bad things about the ways that game played and was designed and oh. all that other stuff. So, the, you know, there's this does. I, I agree with I think these are this does look nice, but. Um, 
you know, without the, the rest of the story, it's kind of like okay, the, the, the UI elements and loot in this in the mock-up appear in like six different wonderful fruit flavors. You know? Great, got your green, Looks your purple, your blue, destiny. your orange. Very colorful, tasty. Uh, yeah, so maybe that thing will actually happen. Yeah. <gasps> Time for some sad news, though. Oh, oh. Man, I know, so sad. I put a frowny face in it. Mm. They're shutting down Gears Pop. What? Damn it! They're shutting down Gears Pop. Hey, you got like you got like six months. Don't worry. Oh. Okay. And April right. of next That's year, Gears Pop will come offline. Time. Should I, I keep buying stuff until then? Nope. Well, ah, refunds yeah. will be issued automatically for all purchases made within yeah. the last ninety days. Yes, they have turned off microtransactions. They will refund what he just said. Should I go get those phone achievements? No, Probably. you don't need them, Brad. Should I? The hell? But getting achievements on a phone is so novel and weird. Let's play Wordament instead. I want. I played do. a lot of Wordament. Okay. I Brad, want to have you, that. I want to have that feeling again. You might accidentally re-download Clash Royale because of this game, so don't yeah, that's do it. That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, I found when the story came up that I apparently had Gears Pop installed all this time. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> actually, I've never launched oh, it. Shit. Actually. Oh, I played the tutorial, the tutorial and, and maybe like one or two matches of it and was just like, boy, if this is what Clash okay. Royale was, then I don't. Okay, well, I'll play it and be the judge of that. But Clash Royale is a very good game. It was worse than Clash Royale. Clash Royale. It was, had Funko Pops in it. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, okay. Yes. I wonder, if, I wonder how many of the achievements you even can get at this point if nobody's playing it. Because so, there really must be nobody playing it. I would assume it matches you like any 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 good mobile game with multiplayer just throws a, a fake player at you yeah, if you fair. if it can't match right. That's fair. They've got to give you reasons to buy stuff, right? Yeah. Um, I'm well, talking about good phone games. I've been dipping my toes back into the Kyrosoft pool, mm. and man, it's like a it's like a warm glove. You know those games. You just they, you can slip right back into them. I've been playing Arcade Story. Just making my arcade bigger, getting new little arcade machines in there. Fun little clowns show up. Oh, uh, I've mm-hmm. never been like a big the, clicker guy, but these games just hit that. Man, that I've, I just didn't. For me. I was not super familiar with Kyrosoft, and I'm sitting here looking at the yeah, website. Yeah, no, they did all the stuff. Ramen, the Ramen Sensei 2? <laughs> 2? Most people probably know them from Game Dev Story. That was, I feel yeah. like, their okay. big yeah. 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 blow up hit. Um, and every game is basically that, but like with, you know, slightly different mechanics. Holy shit, dude. They have got, I'm not even going to begin counting. There, there must be 50 and they'll often 60 do like, games. They'll often do sales of just like all their games. You can get all their games for like 10 bucks or something. And it's, it's like, these would have to be the same game for the, to put this many out. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm interested in, I've not, I did not play arcade story, but that the. It has that little, trappings like, of building an arcade and all the other yeah. stuff is it's got a little yeah. like Street Fighter mini game in it. Okay, yeah. all right, hmm. Hmm. all right. So play play Ramen Sensei, not Gears Pop. Is that what I'm hearing not here? Gears Pop. No, don't don't play Gears Pop, Brad. Uh, fine. You know what, Brad? You already have it on your phone. Might as yeah. well dip into. Might as well get some phone achievements. That's true. I mean, That's true. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, now might be the best time to play if they've turned off microtransactions. Then you know. Though I doubt they rebalanced the game in a way that made that work, right? So, Probably. I don't know. Probably. If we all start playing, we can help each other with achievements. Uh-huh. Mm. Start boosting now that That's it's empty. Right. We should definitely, okay, we should carve out some time for this. Oh, I should, I need to get that iPhone HDMI converter so we can stream it. Yeah. <laughs> I should stream, <laughs> I should the last day, stream. stream the last day of Gears Pop. 
I'm gonna oh, see if I, I do not have Gears Pop still installed. Yeah, I, I checked. I'm clean. It. Yeah, Gears Pop check. So, I'm looking at the true achievements for Gears Pop. This looks doable. Yeah, you know. Yeah. How many points? Is it a thousand? It is a thousand ass points. Shit, man. I bet those are some in- inflated achievement values here. All right. You do have to do stuff like win a hundred battles without win five hundred battles in any multiplayer. Win a thousand battles in any multiplayer mode. Man, and they definitely any looked at the gears achievements and, and and said like, let's try to make one at least one set that goes like that. So <laughs> I will consider my path forward carefully. Yeah. Um, speaking of poor life decisions, how about we read a few emails? Oh, yeah, well, that's right. Podcastgiantbomb.com. Okay. Insert music here. Uh, first email comes in for, well, kind of sad that Gabe Newell in New Zealand already came up because somebody wrote in about it. Yeah. Should, should I just read it anyway? Go Let's for it. it back. Yeah. Do, you have, do you have more to say? Nope. Uh, I mean, yes, always. Adam in Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah. I was just looking through YouTube last night and I stumbled across a video of Gabe Newell, yes, of Valve, appearing back in late July on a New Zealand morning show. Uh, In the clip, the host describes that Gabe and a couple of friends he is appearing with on the show have been stuck in New Zealand since lockdown went into effect around the world. (laughs) Uh, And that he chose to remain there after being given 48 hours to decide to return to Seattle or not. Apparently, he and his friends, uh, who are other somewhat famous people, hosted an event with musical guests recently as a large thank you to the country and its people for being so welcoming towards them during their stay. Additionally, after checking his Wikipedia page, Gabe has filed for permanent residency in New Zealand. What? I mean, out of all the places to get stuck right now, yeah, yeah, I'd be okay with that. There was a story going around, I think it was maybe even based on that interview, uh, that then had to be kind of debunked, where they were like, oh, what if we moved Valve to New Zealand? You know, and and so that started going around about like, wait, they're moving Valve to New Zealand or they're establishing. You know, I think he kind of backed that down a little bit. So like, no, I mean, you know, hey, but New Zealand's great. Maybe we open a studio here or something. I think sure. was maybe the upshot of that. I forget how far it went, but yeah. Uh, I mean, New, New Zealand, Zealand sounds like, awesome. I don't know. Sounds isn't that the number one place right now to like go? go if you can go buy a small island with? Well, yes, and it's like, where it's where all yes, it's all it's where all of the super rich are buying compounds and shit yeah. to flee right. to. That's where I bought mine. Throwing their PMCs out when there when goes the fucking change, neighborhood. I guess climate change and societal unrest uh, devour the rest of us. They will flee to their island paradise. All right. Okay. So I don't know. They just found water on the moon. So you and know, fuck I it up. New Zealand's yeah. That's the so problem. If all the fucking rich people yeah. move to New Zealand and buy it, it's going to be just yeah. as bad as everyone. But don't else. worry. All those fucking assholes will move to the moon eventually, yeah. and then well, we'll get no, New Zealand move back. To Elon Musk's lawless Mars planet, where <laughs> good he will not follow Earth law. Great. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure that'll go well for them. I'm sure there's like no shortage of science fiction that tells that exact story, and it goes great every time. What if, uh, are you trying to imply that Elon Musk has read a book? No, I'm just trying to say that, like, fucking this is what idiots do. The things that people fucking write about in books where they're like, what would a dumbass fucking half-ass villain do? What if, uh, the, what if the endless effort that was required to terraform and colonize Mars were instead directed toward fixing the Earth? No. <laughs> putting it out there. Yep. Boring. I... Well, whatever. I don't know anything about international law and lockdowns and quarantines and stuff, but I find it hard to believe that someone of Gabe Newell's means is truly permanently stuck in another country. 
Oh, it sounds like he's having a great time. I don't know. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. If he wanted to get back in quarantine and you know, I think travel, I don't know how closed down travel is these days. Yeah. You I don't can go to I Hawaii just, now. The, the story I yeah. keep seeing everybody saying is like, oh, he's stuck there. He just happened to be there when the lockdown happened and now he can't leave or something. There probably, I think there may have been a, a moment there. Well, no, I, I bet coming back to the, to the U.S. was never the problem. It was taking the shit out of the U.S. and bringing it elsewhere. Right. That's still the problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, he, yeah, I'm sure he would probably be able to get back. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe he just doesn't, he doesn't want to be tainted. Oh, I can't. Come, yeah, he doesn't want to come here and then not be able to go anywhere else. If you had Gabe Newell's means and you were like, "Oh, I gotta go, go home." Oh, wait. No, I don't. Maybe I don't. I wonder if that was hmm. like if it was around the start of because. So I, I've been thinking about this because like I went into the office and picked up all the stuff from my desk. Uh, this way, I didn't go into the office. I went to the loading dock. They they've been as as part of us moving from one floor to another through all the other stuff that's going on. Um, Ugh. they offered a brief window where um they were allowing people to come in and pick up stuff. And obviously, Jan, you've had to been in there tearing the fucking studio apart. It's great. Um, for the move, and uh, it was interesting getting all my mail, um, and stuff in addition to a car i barely fit everything into my car um but like it was a reminder of like when this all started it was me turning to brad and saying like hey this stuff with this virus up in seattle seems kind of weird i don't think i'm gonna go to this half-life alex review event (laughs) and then you you asking them like hey is this thing still on and Uh, being like as far as we know it's still on and then like two days later them saying like actually we're not gonna have the event and then and then we weren't going to work anymore either. And now here we are. It was just also, PAX East was happening around then too, right? Yeah, PAX East like happened. God. Yeah. yeah. Also, I distinctly remember when we left thinking like, ah, oh, what do I need to grab that'll sustain me for the next two or three weeks? Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. not, for instance, like maybe I should get this thing of beef jerky in my desk drawer. <laughs> right. And then, like, they sent a valve into that. So that turned into, we're just going to send you an index so that you can review Half-Life Alex there instead of having to come up here to do it. And then now I have that here. <laughs> that's been, like, sitting in the mail room for however many months it's been. March. God, it's March. Fucking feels like a million years ago. It really does. Feels like a different lifetime. One of those boxes, I opened it up just to see what it was because it was weirdly light and it's just an adult-sized Garfield costume in a moving box. And I just closed it back up and went, all right, and I, put it all I in there. I moved that so. back to your desk. <laughs> okay, thank you. Um, okay. Good stuff. Thanks. <laughs> for you got that. your lab coat, though. Good. Okay, great. Uh, awesome. Okay, the lab coat I actually do want. <laughs> Everything else in all those boxes, I'm just going to burn. But... uh. <laughs> Also, there was a fucking Death Stranding. I, Death Stranding came out on PC at some point yes. since we've all been here, right? Yes. So, yes. so at some point, they mailed out one of their fucking glow-in-the-dark babies. And so it was like this weird road case thing that I like, oh, oh, what is this? I don't even know what it is. And I opened it up, and it was that. And I was just like, ah, oh, god damn it. That was like it in the alleyway. That was like June, yeah. though. Like it's yeah, kind of, so like they, they must have just like blind were, mailed it out in yeah. June without realizing that totally. no one was in an office anymore. It's like a really weird that, that as of like three months later, they were still sending packages to offices. But yeah, instead of like sending an email and asking like, hey, A, do you want this? B, where should we send it? Because you're probably not at work. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, let's say the last couple of weeks, I have really started to appreciate the benefits of having a mailroom. <laughs> hmm. And having someone else deal with all that stuff instead of you. Yes, sure. Yeah, I have a lot lot to keep track of. 
I have found that uh, when companies send packages and they say this must have a signature on it, the delivery people know to not actually demand that. (laughs) And uh, that's been nice to not have to have those interactions, I guess. Yes. Um, All right. Drew in West Virginia. Has Dusa from Hades rehabilitated the Medusa head image from games past? Is she so good and pure that Medusa head crimes have been forgotten? Absolutely. Yeah. Like I think of Medusa fondly. Know, dude. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, man. Like, Love that Medusa. Castlevania one Medusa head. I can never forgive Medusa. So, head. Seriously. Some of the, some of the worst oh enemies in games. Absolutely. What's but worse? What's now worse that than... I think of them fondly, like yeah. flying, flitting through the air. What if we dubbed over some of Deuce's dialogue on some Castlevania one footage? What if someone did that? Would that, do you think that that would, uh, that would help? Yep. I'm going to throw out maybe a hot take here. Deuce is like the least interesting character in Hades to me. Uh, Not not saying she's bad. I don't think any character in that game is bad, but like I'm over the bit of she can barely, I mean, like it's probably I've talked to her less because I'm less interested in what she had to say. And so maybe it gets better, but like she is never the first person I'm talking to. If I see a few information marks, the first person I'm going to after every run first person. And it's Than Than or nothing. I just have, I just have a loop that I run. That's just like, here's every area. And I talk to everyone that's there and, and, Oh, you got to pick your faves. You got to stand Jeff. Who do you stand? Do so. Who do you ship? For that matter, I don't, you ship I don't, Jeff. I don't. Because that's the thing about Hades: the more you play, the more you realize everyone's fucking. I like Meg. Turns out, I like Meg. Ancient, ancient as Greece. I've, I've, as I've thought about this, they knew, so, how, to get, they, they knew how to have Meg. a good time. Meg. Um, like even Achilles has a love interest. You're just like everyone you talk to is just getting down and dirty. What else I do did you not, do down there? I've not get, gotten deep enough into that game to meet Dusa yet. But when I heard oh. that Medusa was in this game and they referred to her as Dusa. It was the clearest sign that I have heard that a bunch of Dota players made this game. <laughs> She's a maid. <laughs> the maid Dusa. Yeah, She's maid Dusa. Maid Dusa. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Play more Hades, everyone. Yeah, it's real she, good. She's really, really, still bad at it, but I'm liking it. I got... Oh, did you know if they got of... the cross save in yet? They were saying mm, in October, I so. but I don't know if they made it or not. I don't check on that. believe so. I feel like I would have heard about that. I don't know. Supposed to have PC switch cross save eventually in there. Right. Hmm. Um, Jay from Memphis. In your minds, when does next gen become current gen? Next week? Sometime later? Next week. Yeah. Yeah. That, yes. On, Last on, week. On launch I mean, day is, is the. I mean, the, I, I don't have, both I don't have those out. disgusting old consoles hooked up anymore. So. <laughs> I do. Yuck. I have not. I have not quite. It's disgusting. Gross. I've not, quite, I've not quite emotionally allowed myself to unhook the PS4 Pro. And <laughs> no, I. I did not. Would not have room to have all that stuff hooked up. So well, I just yeah, immediately I mean, yanked that stuff out of there so as soon as that new, stuff I've showed up. And new ones hooked up on the floor as of right now. Yeah. Uh, yes, on launch day. I mean, that's the only sensible answer, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Noah from New Hampshire. Currently in a parking lot next to a blue Ford pickup truck with the license plate Toretto with a three instead of an E. Is this a good vanity plate? What is a good vanity plate? I don't know what that means. 
like oh, a, a fun customized Toretto. plate. That's... What Which was part? the plate again? Toretto. Toretto. As in, okay. uh, as as in, in you tell Dominic me. Toretto. Yes, yes, Dom Toretto, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Fast and fast yeah. and furious. Oh, gosh. There you go. That's good. I don't know if I put it on a pickup truck. Um, <laughs> right. It's <laughs> a good point. Yeah, that's why there was the disconnect. Unless it's a sleeper. I don't know. Like, you know. Um, I, I go with no crime. Seven, it's perfect. And that way the cops know, like, this guy's not doing any crimes. Can't pull him over. I'm going to get I slang so that, you know, people that are looking to hook something up know that, you know, maybe like you got to advertise your business. Okay. You know, uh, okay. I don't know. I, uh, I always thought there was uh, someone, you know, you always hear about the people that try to spell license plates in such a way that they say dirty stuff, but they have a justification for what else it's, it means so that they can tell the DMV it doesn't mean dirty stuff. Give me an example. Like, uh, Frankenstein's Ford, but if you read it the right way, it actually says "fuck Stanford." <laughs> but they would write in the thing. What does it? What does your plate mean when you when you get a custom plate? I had one for a while. You have to write something or, or type it, I guess, that says like, "What the fuck does this mean?" So we a know plate? that you're not just getting one that says, "Oh wow," you know, something lewd. Um, what is it? What so, is it? Eight characters? Eight. I think. Yeah. Uh, seven. seven. No. Seven. Seven. I, I remember. Seven. I remember being really upset as a child when I learned that Benjamin wouldn't fit on a vanity plate. Mm-hmm. Take what all the vowels. Possibly shorten it too. And you gotta pay money every month for that. Yeah. Shit. Wait. It's what? Every month? It's annual. It's like I think or, it's like fifty bucks a year extra. or something. But yeah, it, it, there is. You do. It's it's one of those things where they pay. like you get it and then it goes towards an environmental fund or something. So it's, it's like okay. that's why the plates sometimes have like whatever. a whale on it or whatever. Because they're like, it's my environmental plate. Here's money for the whales. Yeah. I saw one that said be nice, but it was spelled N-I-S-E. And it's been bugging the shit out of me ever since. We used to drive past uh, on the commute. You spell nice. uh, this uh this car that the license plate said Love Stinks. L-U-V-S-T-N-X, I think is what it was. And right. the woman driving that car just looked so fucking angry every single time. <laughs> just the big, just mm. like, all right, okay. Do you? There was a double wide truck in my neighborhood, and the license plate was B G F N T R K. Big effing truck. So that seems True. like something where you'd have to write a different description of what that meant. A big freaking truck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that would do it. I don't know. Big Ford uh, truck. There was a story about a guy. This is decades ago now, but it, it, for some reason it stuck with me. His last name was Nunn. And so he got a license plate that just said Nunn. N-O-N-E. And he started getting tickets and citations and all sorts of stuff in the mail. Because every time the cops pulled over or, or got, like wrote a ticket for a car that didn't have a plate, they would write Nunn in the field. None. And so it would all go to him instead funny that's my story it's pretty that i read that's rough yeah that's none uh vincent from paris france why has there not been a new nintendogs since the nintendo ds uh, or why has no other company surfed on that success and made their own version uh, the game came out sold gangbusters filled an untapped niche and then the entire video game industry said for the next 15 years all right enough of that what would be your pitch or oh. your take on a new Nintendogs like a VR dog game. Okay. It seems like that'd be mm. good. 
I'll play football with a dog. Mm. Like a dog. Well, like we want to make. Jerry I'm gonna make a liquor, not a clicker, but a liquor. Nintendo yeah. was kind of cool. I kind of yeah. liked Nintendo. I never got into it, uh, really? but then Ubisoft had their like they did like was it like UB Pets or like okay, the or just yes. Pets or whatever around that same time for the yes. DS. There was like a zillion of those games, and they were not quite knockoffs. I don't think they were as as nearly as good. Um, but they did a whole line of of different like not just dogs. And then did they do it? There was an update that was like Nintendo Dogs plus cats or something, or am I making yes. that up? Is that okay? Yes. That was happened. that a 3DS game? Yeah. That sounds right. Dogs. Yeah. Dogs plus cats. Yes, 3DS. Okay. Launch game. I guess that was the last time. Uh yeah, I don't know. With all the camera like high high resolution, you know, nice cameras on mobile devices and AR and all that shit. Seems like the time is ripe. Giant touch screens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They make more virtual dogs. Um, I think it's a gotcha. I think how you do it is like you have the different breeds, you have different rarities of breeds. You can get like, you know, mixed breeds are extra rare. You get like mm-hmm. a doodle, doodle schnitzel. You know, sure. That thing. Yeah, sure. Yep. Um, a cockerpoo. You have special a limited events, time you know, events where you get event. a Pikachu. Y'all see that? They're Y'all wearing the tw- little costumes and stuff. You see the Twitter thread going around of like corgis and. You know the idea of what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. Twitter thread I saw so. of like, here is here is the result of Corgi and blank, and it was like 15 examples or something. And in every single case, it is just the other dog, but the size of a corgi. Ooh. The corgi <laughs> genes highly, run strong. <laughs> they basically described it as like just just so you know, like the the mix of corgi and another breed just looks like the other breed, or it looks like a corgi disguised as the other breed. Yeah. So. It's just a bunch of other dog breeds with the stubbiest legs and like it's squat little bodies. Amazing. I highly recommend you track it down if you appreciate dogs. Um, Dan from Sweden. My partner does all her gaming on our launch day Xbox One that we have had since 2013. I have pre-ordered the Series X and I'm planning a covert swap to see how long it takes her to notice. The console isn't visible in the TV unit. I can sign her in, sync her controller, and install the same games. Do you think she will notice? No, she won't. No. It's entirely possible that she will not, unless... Well. I don't see how she would. Unless... We'll get back to you yes. soon. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the details yeah. of what I was planning to say. But... Email again, Dan. That seems that entirely... <clears throat> that does seem entirely possible that you could get away with something like that. Yeah. We will get more into the details of those consoles soon. Um, let's see here. Ah, what the heck? Here's another one about a similar subject from Joe. Uh, my spouse doesn't play many games, but is very into Just Dance. She will only play it with the Kinect, and her biggest concern is that the Kinect won't connect to the X. Do you think, I guess he means the Series X? Because you can plug a Kinect into it into One X, right? I believe. Pretty sure they made an adapter for that. Yeah, they, they, yeah, via an adapter, yes. Do you think Microsoft ever finds a reason to make another Kinect? No. 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 Anybody? No. 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 Sorry. Got nothing for you. I have uh, looked on the internet. I have Googled on Google, and uh, apparently the Series X will not support yes. 
the connect. I believe they have said. In fact, I've, they 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 explicitly said when they were outlining the uh, backwards compatibility that like basically all Xbox One games except Connect games will be right. compatible. Yeah. So it seems like there's a good chance that the Connect games won't even boot on that thing, camera or not. Right. Yes. Uh, so yeah, sorry, got nothing for you. Uh, there's a lot of other platforms that run Just Dance. I'll say that. A yeah, bunch. get a Wii, get a Stadia. Go to right. YouTube. <laughs> That's right. Wait, can you just straight up? Well, you yeah, could just. There, my mom works at a daycare, and the kids, well, not so much anymore, but they loved Just Dance. And so she would like put on a projector, put a YouTube projector on, just Google Just Dance, whatever song they wanted to hear. And sure enough, they'd just dance along. Yeah. So your mom's breaking the law. Public performance is what that sounds like. Yep. We're going to put her in jail. Uh, okay yeah i mean i'm not going to stand in the way of that yep uh michael wrote in to ask if we have seen the uh the crossover between capcom and seiko yes watches street fighter watches yo that are yes, happening we'll take one uh, we'll just pause I... here for just a second to let you google and pull that up if you haven't seen can it i yet. show off my street fighter watch wait what Okay, go get your Street Fighter watch while we talk right. about these. I oh, think I have one. The, the Ryu on it. I don't know if... Uh, how many of these can you... Okay, the, the Ryu is pretty obvious. It's just like kind of a white with like yeah. a little kind of red and black around the dial. Okay. Chun-Li. Chun-Li yeah. is pretty easy to tell. It's mostly blue yep. with some yellow lettering. I don't know who this... Is that Bison? This red red That's band and black Ken. face? It's Ken. But it's, Ken? It's, like the, it's a specific <laughs> color of Ken. So the side I'm on actually has characters that you hover over and it shows okay. the watch. So I have the okay. answer key here for oh. you. Oh, gosh. Um, well, that's less fun, but sure. Yeah. Oh, I see. I, yes, I have also found that. that hmm. That's not what I think of at all when I think of Ken. But sure. Yeah, that's like, I mean, if you're thinking of Street Fighter V, Ken, that is an outfit. That is a color that scheme for him there. But, but yeah. Well, how much are they though? I don't know. They're, That's like they are hundreds of dollars, hundreds. I don't. I, oh maybe oh shit! Oh, wow, look at okay. that bad boy. This Street little Fighter guy watch is also hundreds of dollars. Sorry, yeah, this is probably worth thousands of dollars. I wish it would autofocus, and then yeah. it's got a little Blanca on it. It's mm-hmm. a really, really good looking Blanca. Yeah, you can see that looks just. Is he like, scratching his butt? Yeah. <laughs> He kind of looks like he's scratching his butt. That, and then that's his natural up. pose. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah a little. Oh, oh. I need a new battery or something. Um, I'll take it to the uh, uh, the jeweler. watch. What are they called? Yeah. Jeweler. Sure. I don't. Um, I don't think of get, get and, that and, thing appraised. Yeah, I, I'm out of touch with like watches because like, what the fuck is time? But uh, I view the Seiko brand as being like kind of cheap. I have mm-hmm. always Seiko always seemed like they made cheap shitty watches, right? Maybe they've I don't know. like rehabbed their their products in the decades since, but uh I mean I think yes, I think of the eighties when I hear the word Seiko more than anything else. Yeah. These Street Fighter watches are four hundred and forty dollars a piece. So what? Yes. fucking get fucked. So I like that Chun Li one. You tell me. Oh like my god. One. Can I talk about video game watches real quick? Sure. Please. Yeah. The thing that I've always wanted and still continue to want to this day is the stupid Final Fantasy within wrist (laughs) gauntlet watch. I remember seeing it in a magazine and then going to my mom and asking if we could buy it. And then she just looked at me like I was an idiot and said, no, that's like a thousand plus dollars. I thought in my adulthood I could find it easily and I can't. 
I just mm-hmm. is it, I, I need this watch. One is day one's going to turn up somewhere and you just got to be ready. <sighs> is it is it also a Seiko? Is it you said it's I like I think a it's also I yeah, it's it's also a, it's, a Seiko. It's like wild looking dial kind of thing. Uh spirit. There's some It was it was a digital face. Some wild looking stuff that comes up when you when you Google Final Fantasy within Spirits Within Watch. Oh god. <laughs> I need it. I need it. Oh, there's a payment plan for the Seiko watches. Oh. Okay. It's, it's eight hundred dollars on eBay right now. Can wow. I pay them in Zenny? Dude, yeah, that is a crazy looking watch. Holy shit. Mm. As seen in the movie. Uh oh geez. Apparently uh Apple has gone and decided to have a an event to announce new stuff on the oh, Xbox let's... launch day. <laughs> okay. Sure. November tenth, ten AM. I just got an email for that. What would they have to announce? Uh, I guess it's supposed to be like the Apple, like the new laptops or something, right? Like the oh. ones that are running like Apple's own oh, the silicon arm, or something. Arm, yeah. arm based stuff. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Uh well, I had an email. What happened to it? Uh here it is. One more email about watches from uh email all star Nathan and Tumwater Washington. Mm. Have any of you ever had a solar watch? How much did you pay for it? Oh. Mm-mm. It's a solar is it just solar powered? I guess. I don't think I was old enough to buy my own watch. Seems kind of dodgy if you one. don't you don't go outside very often. I bought a G Shock in Japan. Oh um, hell yeah. Okay. That uh that was solar powered. Um, and it, it had, it would receive like, I think, you know, whatever, like radio frequency broadcast the time it was supposed to be able to receive that. So you'd hold down a button and set it down outside so it could receive the waves and it would set the time, uh, instead of you just punching it in, which is way easier. Um, and I never got that to work once I got it home. Uh, so I don't know if it was just tuned to a Japanese frequency or something like that, but, um, it's the danger of buying high tech stuff in Japan. Yeah, no, I bought it and they had to like, they took some links out of the, like the, out of it for me to like get it to fit, which navigating that transaction, uh, without <laughs> speaking Japanese was, was interesting. And and I wore that for a little while and that, that was the watch I got to replace the, uh, swatch that told swatch internet time, which I found recently and I need to get a new battery for because I think it's time to return to what really swatch matters. Time. Swatch time. Thing is still beating. Yep. Uh, another email or two here. Connor from Minnesota. Do you think the dual sense adaptive triggers will revolutionize how it feels to break necks in video games? <laughs> that is a pretty damn good use for those triggers, actually. Well, from the cooling springs area, I can tell you, <laughs> yes, that robot snaps some fucking neck. No, if um, you were able to break necks and yes, on that beach. Uh, maybe, I don't know. Um, Yes, I think that that controller could be really good at conveying that sort of bone breaking type so, yes, thing. Yes, the, the, I bet the that. Act would... Yes, oh. from from using those triggers in that game, the, the the idea of them having a lot of tension that you eventually break through, and then the whole controller shakes with a when you get it. Yes. You can even have noise come out of the controller, making the noise oh, yeah. if you so right. desired. I think they could probably do quite a good job of that. Mm. They probably could. Could be fun breaking boards in a karate game. Yeah. Yeah. Did they ever? Did they ever use the? It was the PS2 that had the pressure sensitive face buttons, right? Yep. Yeah. Did and they the ever bouncer. use that for? Was it MGS2 used that for neck breaking? I can't remember. Yes. If you if you just if you didn't if you just held it lightly, you would choke them right. to unconsciousness. Right. If you just fucking jam that thing, away. yeah, you'd yeah. I always thought it was kind of weird those didn't catch on more. 
they were terrible. They felt like really? shit. They, you know, it was just like the, the buttons. I, I, I just, they were a little mushy, I guess. Yeah. It just wasn't just, precise enough. Like it, like so few games use them that you just never noticed. Yeah. Someone had to tell you like, Oh, by the way, it does this. You're like, Oh, okay. All right. Well, now we just have analog triggers and it's standardized. And if you want yeah. something that does that, you put it on those triggers and Fair that's enough. that. All right. Last email, Chase from Cleveland. Wait, what has been? He's assuming the final raising, email pose. Raising your, okay. Look like you're about to participate in an anime fight or something. Yep. He always Maybe. does. Uh, when you guys pour your cereal, do you first take the bag out of the box or do you leave the bag inside the box when you pour? Bag in the box. Well, bag why in the would, box. Who, in the box. What, does anybody take the bag out of the box? I sometimes do. Once, once a box of cereal is getting low, okay, I find that it point. easier to take it out, pour, and put back in. But when it's when it's Not bulging even. with cereal, if you pull it out of the box, that's just going to make the bag fatten. Yeah. yeah, there is it. There is a canonical only way to prepare cereal, and if you do it outside of that only way, you're a maniac. And Go on. You open the box. Are you gonna sing the whole song? You pour the cereal this call in the right bowl. now. I didn't know there was a song. Okay. And then right. you pour the milk over the cereal, mm-hmm. and then you eat the cereal. If okay. you do, and then you, anything you left out a step, than you that, drink the drink the milk at the end. Sure. If you do anything different than that, you're a bad person. There's no case for Mm -hmm. taking the bag out. There's no case for putting the milk in first. Mm -mm. That's just weird. Mm -mm. That's right. Taking the bag. So when I, uh, after I pour cereal, I really try to to, like roll that thing down tight and wrap it around itself in such a way that I'm putting it back in to the box in such a way that I almost have to take it out. Uh, to be able to undo it and pour because I'm I'm trying to get more time with the cereal before it gets stale. Wait, you don't like seal the bag up? Don't you have like a like clips or something? No, I got yeah. so many op- I got so many open bags oh, of cereal damn. going right now, man. Because we we invested some. deep in cereal that I don't I don't got those clips go for tortilla chips, man. <laughs> How about a clothespin? I like a, I like a good clothespin to close up the bag. Yeah, if I had if I had that, That's I would some do that. Ghetto but I, shit, but I, I don't currently do not currently have any clothespins. What do you got against clothespin? Should get some clo- you should get some chip clips. I got or, David. I got some chip clips. Or get a resealable container. Throw your that's, cereal in that so you can see it all the time. Rehoming your I cereal, see, I, I think, is box. that's a level of dedication I'm not willing to commit to. Yeah. All right. Calling an end to the emails. Podcast at giantbomb.com is where you send them if you want them read on the show. Um, Where do I send them if I don't want them read? Uh, anywhere else. To Literally any other any, any to your address, manager. valid or not. Yeah. Literally any other address on the internet will not get your emails read on this show. So, uh, and I guess that's yeah, it. Yeah, my apartment manager, you can send them there. He doesn't read yeah. okay. emails at all. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good answer. It's like, hey, this place is actively on fire. I'm like, no, nothing. Yep. No. Send them to Sewage the Sewage is coming up from the kitchen sink. Yes. Yes, send them to the accounts payable department. You didn't care. Never see them again. Um, Yeah, that's going to do it. Uh, Thanks to everybody for listening. Uh, We've got a lot of stuff going on this week. A whole lot lot of games to take a look at and things such as. uh, Hopefully, Teardown, right? Teardown and Ghost Runner. Just just Teardown stuff? Yeah. The the aforementioned Teardown and Ghost Runner. Uh, A lot of other games coming out. Yeah. There's a new Yakuza ooh, game. Ooh, ooh. There's a new Dirt game. There's a new Assassin's Creed game. By the time you're listening to this, I probably would have posted a little thing Michael Hyman 
and I, uh, Michael Hunt from GameSpot and I did to celebrate Filipino American History Month. Oh, shit. We nice. uh, gathered together some folks from uh, games media, some people from PR, didn't get uh, any folks from de uh, develop game devs because too short notice, but uh, check that out. It's going to be oh. neat. It's going to be fun. We unpack a lot of childhood trauma. Ooh, is that go nice. on the, uh, is that going on both on the Giant Bomb Presents feed? Yes, sir. Okay. It'll be right over there. Look cool. for that in your iTunes or Overcast or whatever oh, you're into. Wherever you get your podcasts. All wherever the apps. you get that shit. Uh, All the apps. Shit. Every app. Gears yep. pop. Open it up. Boom. Mm -hmm. Right there. We help yep. you get like achievements. by mom. Yeah. Yeah. Look for, uh, look for that and a bunch of games coverage and all kinds of other stuff coming up soon. And we'll be back with more. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, goodbye everyone. everyone. Okay. Thanks for listening. Godspeed out there. See you next week. Vote. <laughs>